Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagined. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essential for Women helps fill gaps in a woman's diet. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on an empty stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh, so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering all your listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Nolan to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Nolan. Well, you know what? Maybe if you listened to the podcast that you were supposed to be on, you would know that multiple times we said, I hope Ashley doesn't listen to this podcast. She's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, quarantinas and quarantonies. Welcome to sports, the podcast that ends with a question mark, but starts with a question and can't be brought down by an impending apocalypse. I'm Katie Nolan. <laughs> She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. Hi to both of you. And this is today's question. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, this is Denise here from College Station. I'm just calling real quick. Um, yeah, I was wondering how that went with the call earlier today. Um, sorry, I was walking by somebody on the street. I didn't want them to know that I was calling into a podcast. <laughs> okay, but my name is Mason from College Station, Texas. Um, with all this quarantine stuff and with sports being canceled, my question for you guys is, what is the best sports video game? Um, whether it's the best to play with friends, the best to do like a full season, just what's the best game to play right now? Um, I'm not bored. I'm not bored at all. Uh, I love you guys, each and every one of you. I also love, I know he's gone, but I love Jay, I love Katie, I love Ashley, um, I love all of you. Um I'm not terrified and bored right now. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, Mason, buddy. <laughs> we love you too, honey. Uh, all right. I love that he pretended he wasn't on the phone with us. Okay, so Mason wants to know what the best sports video game is right now. First, first thought, I was going to say FIFA, because that's really the only sports video game I like to play. And then I realized hitting a soccer ball with a car is a sport. And so <laughs> I'm going with Rocket League. That's fair. I have played a ton of Rocket League. I got a couple seasons going. Me and my quarantine buddy, me and my boyfriend have been crushing some Rocket League. What's what's your car style that you're using in Rocket League? Oh, I don't I don't remember the name of it. I think it's the Venom. I I don't remember. Uh, What does it look like? Is it like wide? Is it? No, I use it's the pretty much the basic one. I like it. It's um. There's one type. That looks, the front looks too much like the back, so I get really confused when I'm oh, driving yeah. in it, and I can't use that one. Because I go to the gym before I play Rocket League, it makes me better, unless I use right. that car. So I, um, I use the one that's kind of just like your basic car. It's got a, a flat grill on the front, which I find better for hitting the ball. Um, I'm really working on my, I'm getting, I'm accruing style points right now. I'm kind of getting fancy with it, you know? been watching nice. a couple replays like damn girl you got it you know because when you get that touch <laughs> when you get the right touch on the ball in rocket league nothing feels better than when you're like i did that 
Nothing feels better than the right touch. Nothing. Sure. So the answer is Rocket League, <laughs> unless Jay is going to make some strong. I know Ashley's going to say Stardew Valley, which is not a. <laughs> I ha- no, I have a suggestion. Not oh, for me because I haven't been playing video games, but uh, Steve is currently obsessed with something called Retro Bowl. Oh, what's that? I, I, I think that. it's like an old school football game. I don't know. I just know that he can't like he can't put it down. He's playing on his phone. Which is so great. It's not, te- it's not Tech Mobile. It's not. It's called Retro Bowl. So oh. go look it up. Um, he but is enjoying it immensely. Do you think it's Tech Mobile for phones? Yeah, it sounds like it, and they can't call it Tech Mobile. Um, I don't know. Let me text him. That's yeah, not that important. I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, classic sports games. Obviously, Katie said FIFA. That's the, by far the best one. But I really like the new NHL franchise as well listen i here, here's the thing um when i first got back into video games a couple years ago when i bought a playstation i got nhl because everybody chills you know and you i hadn't played i hadn't played a hockey game since blades of steel oh wow uh, <laughs> I just hadn't. and so then i i i started to try to play NHL and it there were too many buttons. I think now because I'm it, I play video games a lot. I think I could try again and it wouldn't be as overwhelming. But like line changes and all that, I'm like, man, this is a lot to do. Well, so the other thing that's hard about the new chill, um, newer. I mean, I guess it's like four or five years old now. But there there are no almost no buttons anymore. It's mostly the two sticks that you use, which is. Oh, really hard Jay, that's you sound really dumb because in hockey you only use one stick. But keep going. <laughs> Uh, really embarrassing. Yeah. So, Chell's great. Chell's okay. a really good game. All right. I have an Keep update. Okay. Retro, wow. Retro Bowl is essentially Tech Mobile for phones, but you get to be the GM. So, Steve oh, has wow. since Whoa. traded two quarterbacks because they were bad for locker room morale. Oh, he's drunk with power. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> Where is he right now that you're texting him? He's with my child, and I'm locked away in a room. We live in an apartment, a small apartment. No, I- Yes, I understand. Oh, was that a cage door? Yeah, that was you getting locked away in a room. Oh, oh, thank you. I think. I guess that means. All right, guys. Even (laughs) though we're in a we're in a global (laughs) pandemic, if you want to (laughs) leave us a voicemail. Good job, Ash. The number is 860-506-5571. And please use it because uh, we only got three new voicemails this week. I get it. We've got a lot of other things on our mind, Uh, but we got a. We've got a, sorry, Pablo Torre just texted me, and usually that means something's wrong. Uh, we we just got to, let's do it. Who's got the cops coming for them? What's happening right now? I think, I think that's me, guys. Sorry. Um, well, Jay, it's been nice having you here. Yeah, this has been really lovely to be involved. Thank you for inviting well, me. Well, see you later. All right. Hi, Ashley. Hi, guys. How are you feeling? A lot better. A lot better. Um, I don't have walking pneumonia, so that's good. Ooh, ooh. I know my cough still isn't gone, uh, so I got some new medicine, but the, I <laughs> don't have to go back to the office. I can just talk to the doctor on the phone, which is cool. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, get so so the owl out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was kind of a little like pigeon. Pigeon. Yeah. pigeon. Makes me want a tootsie pop. Okay, keep going. What? That was certainly an owl, not a pigeon. It's also, it's sorry, go ahead, but all right. Go ahead, Ash. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm I'm doing a lot better. That's great. I, How's your quarantining? Uh, 
are we going to try to keep this optimistic or are we going to, is this a real conversation? Well, so I think, I think, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I think the, uh, I think the rest of the podcast, we picked a bracket for third month crazy time, which I guess we could probably just call March madness now. because it's not happening. <laughs> uh, We picked an optimistic topic so that the bracket would be something that wouldn't bum you guys out. So I think why not start with just being real and we can be not optimistic and then it is a waking nightmare. Yeah. It is so much harder than my regular life. Like I, the parents who are stay at home parents, I don't know how you do it. Trying to do that and also trying to work is, it's impossible. I texted Jay. I was like having a meltdown the other day. I texted Jay and I was like, I can't, it's so hard for me to do any work because anytime I pull out my computer, my three-year-old is like, Ooh, what's that? Can I help you? Can I help you do work? And he'll climb on my lap and smash my keys. And I'm like, no, put it away. Like, it's just, it is so hard. And anytime that I take a break from like parenting, it's so that I can do work. And like, I haven't, yeah. Steve, like, have you watched a show? And I said, no, I haven't watched a single show. I haven't played a video game. I haven't done anything since, you know, the, the daycare was closed on Friday. So it hasn't even been, that many days locked in here alone with my kid. Um, but it is really, really hard. <laughs> like, I know, I, we can talk about this off pod, but I feel like we can just take some of that work off your plate. Well, it's, I mean, it's not even like, it's not even that we're not doing that much right now. It just, it yeah. feels like I'm so disconnected. I said to Steve yeah. this morning, I was like, I need to have a mail it in day where I'm like, okay, Austin, you just watched television all day yeah. today because I can't yes. like, it's, it's for your mental health. So I know bad. that's got to be so crazy of like trying to be a quote unquote good parent, whatever that means with like limiting screen time. And then also just being like, yeah, in an ideal world, I'd love to, but I need you to sit in front of the screen for a day. Today know. Because I'm going to sit in front of a screen for an entire day today. Yeah. yeah it's been really hard. Well, you're doing a great job. <laughs> I'm sure it's really helpful that you're also sick. Uh, Look, I think everybody is experiencing, um, like two weeks ago, or I guess it was only a week ago, time, what is it? Uh, a week ago when they shut down the NBA, like a couple of days before that, when people were talking about if you get it, you just have to stay home for two weeks. Uh, my boyfriend and I were both like, man, I kind of wouldn't mind because this was back when they were like, oh, only old people get really sick and it's good. It's fine. You get over it. Like, I actually wouldn't mind getting it to just get a nice two weeks off. You just stay home for two weeks. I'm like, that sounds like heaven to me. And then now here we are, like, actually in it. And I'm like, this is uh, not what I obviously idiotically thought it would be. Like, it, yeah. it, it's like, uh, it's, it's really crazy, especially like my struggle is nowhere near as close to yours, but I am now living with a, a new boyfriend. I now have a roommate and I live alone. <laughs> and so, this is an adjustment period. Um, yeah. he, he's here in my space and uh, it's wonderful and fun and you know, he's great, but it, it's just an adjustment. I think, I think everybody's going through it in different ways. You know, there are people who don't have a quarantine buddy and are. That is so, another, yeah, so, that's another thing. So, that okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I was thinking about that, like that being, uh, great in some ways and in other ways just really bad for like for me that's what I do when I get when my anxiety flares up uh I isolate like I just distance myself from people and I go into a hole but I do that and it's not the it's not the solution you know what I mean so like if I were super alone and isolated 
it would be, it would be like, it would be okay for me because it's what I do to cope, but it would be bad for like my actual overall mental health because I wouldn't be talking to anybody and I'd be alone with my thoughts, which is so dangerous. It really I gotta is. say, I mean, like, if I can't imagine, like, you saw all those tweets that are like, William Shakespeare wrote King Lear when oh he was my God. <laughs> and like, I can't imagine what like living through a quarantine like this would be like if we didn't have our technology. Today. I know. It's actually like, made me it's made me lose respect for William Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Do more. Oh All of it was one no. play. Yeah, dude, no, no, no. No, no, the spoken op- to? No, dude, the opposite of that. It's making me feel like you're the guy that is like, uh, miss, you forgot to collect the homework. It's like, look, dude, we're all home for a little while and we can't do anything. And you're out here writing a bunch of plays F- off. Like, let's all do nothing. I thought we all agreed we were going to do nothing. Why did you write plays? You're making us all look like underachievers. Yeah. That wasn't my... Yes. Anyway, but I was going to say, like, for people who are home by themselves, like, video chat and, like, last night I played... Uh, we played um, Jackbox via video chat with a bunch of my friends and it was like really fun and cathartic and it almost felt like we were hanging out in the same place and that's been really helpful. Um, but Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, like you were saying, Ash, everybody's situation is difficult in its own different way. Um, I mean, it, we're not going to do the whose situation is worse Olympics, but my best friend is in the hospital right now because she's pregnant And she has complications with her pregnancy that were basically like, you have to, we have to check you in 10 weeks or nine weeks before your due date, because if any, at any moment you might just give birth to this baby, which is already on its own scary. Mm -hmm. She found that out months ago. And then, so she checked in, uh, two weeks ago, right when this was kind of starting or it had started, but we didn't, weren't taking it seriously. And now she's in a hospital. She has a bunch of weeks ahead of her of staying in that hospital there are confirmed cases of people being treated with coronavirus like down the hall from her. Her kid, because she has a, an almost two-year-old, about to turn two-year-old child, and her husband can't come visit her. And I'm oh like, God. that is the, that's to me, I'm like, God, that's impossible. And she's like, she's got good days. And then she has days where she'll call me on FaceTime and she's not having such a good day. But like you were saying, Jay, like without technology, that is insane. It's so dark. Like she can, he can FaceTime with her kid. Like he's reading, they made him a book about like what's happening so that he could understand it. But like, Ash, I know you can relate to like making your two year old understand something so complicated that like mommy can't be here because she's bringing you a sister. Uh, but also knowing that that could not be the end outcome. It's a, it's a lot. I can't uh, even imagine how she's doing it. She is. Superwoman, honestly. She's the absolute best person in the world. But like there just thinking about that, I'm like, if I know somebody going through something so complicated and convoluted, there are people out there in situations that we aren't even thinking of. So basically, point is whatever you're going through right now, um, you're doing a fantastic job. Uh you're you're gonna we're all gonna get through it. You're gonna be okay, whatever comes your way, just adapt, you know. Try not to get too if I can give any advice, it's just like do whatever you have to do to prepare yourself to to think on your feet, you know, to mm-hmm. take each situation as it comes and then reassess. Don't hold yourself to this grand plan you came up with when this all first started. Like at any minute, everything could change. And so just make the best choices you can each moment. Do what feels right and will help you get through it each day. You might have to bail on some stuff or maybe keeping a schedule helps you. Whatever it is that helps you, just 
we're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. And we're going to give you podcasts to hopefully help to distract you a little bit. You know, probably friendly banter will be us being like, hi, update from my house. I'm going crazy. Uh, but then we're going to talk about a bracket and we're going to laugh and we're going to have fun. And, um, it's really hard making this podcast when there's no sports because we are a sports heavy podcast. How can I can't break down defenses if there aren't any to break down, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to try to figure out what to talk about if not sports. Um, I know we're not talking about sports, but the Eagles just signed Darius Slay. So I just wanted to make sure that we worked that in. What's football again? What is that? I, I'm not. I don't know. I think it's football. like in ten years I'll get to a, you see him in a uniform. But okay, I'm really excited. That's exciting for you. Yeah, I don't. You. I don't. Now that you mentioned you. the Eagles, I feel like we have to. Do we have to? <laughs> no, let's just not, not if you don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want. Oh, to. the police are here. We can't do it, guys. I don't know what's going on outside my house, but you're getting uh, arrested, Jay. Why don't you make sure that cage is closed tight? Because I feel like maybe they're just an idea. They're probably yeah. No cops allowed. Yeah, stay out of here, police. No police. Okay. Um. Anything else? Um, Ash, I want you to watch some stuff. Jay, did you watch anything from the bracket last time? I've been watching Breaking Bad. Oh, how's promised. it going? So, uh, I started episode one and. Then the same thing happened that happened to me last time, which was like, I got a quarter of the way through the episode and I was like, mm, this is going to be a lot. I feel like this is a lot. And so I stopped because I was like having a particularly anxious day. But then I came back to it at a time where I felt a little bit better and I uh, like binged six episodes in a row. So Hell yeah. I'm, pretty in- I'm pretty into it. I- I'm just going to sort of like take it as it comes. It's a very anxiety producing show. Oh, you know so- what? I didn't even think of that. It is. So I have to really be in the right mental headspace where I can like get into it. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I think it's really good. good. I didn't get a chance to listen to uh, the entire pod back yet. As I mentioned, wow. I haven't had a, a wow. lot of downtime. Wow. Canceled. 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 Wow. But judging from some of the tweets and stuff I've been getting, uh, I have heard that the fantasy genre was very unfairly represented. And sure. I think I should just probably go ahead and express disappointment. Well, you know what? Maybe if you listened to the podcast that you were supposed to be on, you would know that multiple times we said, I hope Ashley doesn't listen to this podcast. She's going to be so <laughs> I, I haven't Every gotten time, to that part yet. <laughs> Every time I got rid of something, I was like, just don't. Okay, so we're going to move this one on. Just nobody tell Ashley. <laughs> they treated it at me. So I kind of know. Yeah, it was a uh, look. We were doing our best. Um,. I also realized halfway through, I'm like, we bit off more than we could chew because I, we were just having the same conversation about every show and at no point discussing, like, remember in this episode when this happened? Well, and it was so like, that, that was really tough of us. Yeah. It was short-sighted of us, but also tough because it was like, we didn't want to give away spoilers right. at the same time. Like, yeah. yeah. We weren't discussing any any <laughs> specific aspects of any show. Just every show was like, well, this one has 46 episodes. <laughs> It was very dumb. We were unprepared. We were overwhelmed and we are sorry. Today's podcast will not be like that because yeah. uh, it's a little bit easier to have conversations about. Uh, today's bracket for March Madness. Come at me, bro. Uh, wow, that drum roll sucks. It's really wow. bad, Guys, it's, it's, I thought we were all doing our best. I'm going to do it on the mic. This uh, what are we? Okay, stop. What are we calling this? 
the work from home bracket. Okay, it's the work from home bracket. We are narrowing down and picking a winner of the best things about working from home. Because there's so many. Um, the, the best things about working from home. We'll get to that bracket in a second. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe, which we all are. We are Simply Safe. So, Ashley, <laughs> tell me how you want me to tell the people about how safe we are in a simple way. Please tell us about Simply Safe as if you were someone who was used to living alone, but is currently <laughs> trying to like be really patient with their new quarantine buddy. Mm. What do you mean? I can't, I don't know what you mean. (sighs) Hey, so with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. I'll wait till you're off your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, it's okay. It's not, it's not important. I just, I can, I know you can't focus on two things at once. I wasn't, no, I wasn't trying to fight with you. I wasn't trying to fight with you. I just was saying, I will wait to talk until you're off the phone. I was being courteous. (laughs) what was i saying okay there's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune or there's the other way simply safe simply safe is everything you need in a home security system it's award-winning protection two-time winner of cnet editor's choice award why do you keep putting the brita filter back in the fridge part of the fridge instead of on the door when every time you open it you see i'm putting it on the door I put it on the door and then I go to get it and it's in the part of the fridge where it doesn't go. Is there a reason? Are we having a, cause it feels really combative. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Simply safe blankets, your whole home and safety. Uh, <laughs> comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion and glass sensors guard inside. I bet, you know, an alarm goes off when you leave your towel on the floor. Uh, it, Hopefully, so you'll stop leaving your towel on the floor. <laughs> uh, you, you know, the point is, simply say, if you barely notice it's there, unlike a new roommate, you know, it's like, you <laughs> it, and it's constantly there. Uh, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. Actually, 30 minutes to an hour not doesn't say it only needs 30 minutes to do push-ups <laughs> in the kitchen, and then it's in there for 45 minutes. The kitchen? I don't know. It's a small apartment. And there's a, you know, there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts, no commitment. Because commitments... <laughs> Commitments can be tough sometimes. You make them and then you're in them and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. And then you're like, no, this will be fine. And then it's going to be fine. Go to (laughs) simplysafe.com today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. (sighs) Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan. I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) This is really great. It's really going great. This is so, going so good. I actually love that you put your feet up there. That's my favorite yeah. thing about you. Are you sure that that's the thing you want to touch? Yeah. Um. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> All right. So we've got the the work from home bracket. Uh, 
Should we, did we, what did we do last time? We go through everything and then we go through the matchups? Yeah, let's go through everything. We'll go through the matchups. They're randomly seated again. Yeah, so. I think for this one, let's just go matchup by matchup. Because before, people wanted to know if their show that they liked was going to be in there or not. That's why we did that. This one's more like, let's just reveal as we go along. The first matchup, we're doing 16 in the work-from-home bracket. Seated randomly. Keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> is, uh, eating lunch alone versus no small talk. Now, eating lunch alone means a lot of different things. You don't have to go, Jay, just tell the cops you'll be out in a second. <laughs> uh, are persistent today. They're like, we need to arrest you. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yes. no touching. <laughs> Keep six feet away from me. Uh, so eating lunch alone means a bunch of stuff. You don't have to go spend $12 on lunch. If you work in New York City, you know exactly what we're talking about. You're not limited to the like four options around your office that you hate all of. You don't have to share a company microwave and you don't have to like put your food in right after somebody else just heated up clam chowder because they don't know how to live in society. Mm-hmm. You don't have to smell or watch your coworkers eat, which can be absolutely disgusting sometimes when somebody opens up that takeout box and you're like, great, thank you for getting a tuna melt. You work <laughs> in the office. Uh, no small talk means you, that you don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want to. You don't have to ask how someone's day is going. You don't have to be passive aggressive with the people that work in your office. It's nice. Yeah, There's also really surprise is. small talk too, like where you're working on someone and someone just something and somebody walks up to you and just starts a conversation and you're like, I am busy and focusing. Could you come back late? No, I can't leave. There's nowhere for me to go. We're just going to talk about that thing you wanted to talk about. Okay. Let's allocate 30 minutes to that. Thank you. Cool. Love that. I yeah. I've always said working from home is easier for me in general, just the nature of our jobs because it's like I need to focus and write something or work on something or like edit something, like make it funnier, make it shorter. It's so hard to like focus on that when you constantly have to break away for the, hey, can I get a second of your time? And you're like, no, but you don't want to be that person that's like my office hours, like the hours <laughs> to approach my desk are from <laughs> one to three and everything outside of that don't come over to my desk. But like working well, from feel- home is easier but that's because i know it's because i have privilege in the fact that i don't have a child yeah that's true yeah i'm so i'm mostly sorry jay i'm mostly going to approach this as if i didn't have a kid like last no no i like your i like your um your perspective on it i think um Last week, though, like we were working from home, but his daycare was still open, and that was oh god, that was incredible. Anyway, but so that's, yes. not, but that's not what it is. You got to tell us from your side because I was looking at this as like, oh, no small talk is the reason to not do it. And then I'm like, no, Ashley just has to do literal small talk probably all day. All day. All have to day talk to a small day. man. Yeah. Mm. He is so small. He's a big boy. <laughs> Jay, so, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying like, <clears throat> I feel like th- hopefully also like – the outcome of this bracket, a lot of things will probably change in terms of how we work together moving forward. So like we're actually helping society advance by deciding what the best things about working from home are so that we can optimize those. In wow. The okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we're, this is, this bracket is saving society. I think is what Jay just said. Yeah. Yeah. And I much. couldn't agree more, honestly. Right. Um. Man, eating the eating lunch is huge for me. I have to say like, the fact that I get to like pick what I'm going to eat, make it, it's hot, it's good. I have all of these options. I don't have to like be in this weird half kitchen with a 
crappy microwave and a bunch of people I don't really know standing around me, like waiting for me to finish getting that ready, all that stuff. Yeah, my problem, my problem though, and this might bleed into another thing I think comes up later in the bracket. I find myself eating breakfast because I wake up and I'm like, I, I have to give myself something to do when I wake up or I'll just stay in bed. Like that's just how my, my body functions. So it's like wake up and make a coffee. And then I got a big family sized, uh, Eggo waffle box. So I usually make a waffle or maybe I'll make toast. We haven't had bread in our supermarket, but we just got some very exciting day for us. (laughs) Uh, And so I'll just like make breakfast and like check my emails and stuff. And then comes the middle of the day where it's like, I'm not hungry yet, but I know there's food in my house, which is for the first time in my adult life, I have food in my house uh, because we had to go grocery shopping. So then I'm like, well, I guess I could probably just grab some Cheez-Its and then I'll eat those and then I'll be like, Oh, should I make a can of soup? And then I'll eat a whole can of soup. And then I'm like, there's never a time in the day where I'm like, it's now lunchtime. I will prepare a lunch. I'm looking forward to. I just kind of have breakfast, eat all day and then have dinner. Which sounds pretty good. Until we're done with this quarantine. If we're done with this quarantine, (laughs) I'm 700 pounds. Have you guys seen people call it, you're gaining the COVID-19? That's (laughs) That's really funny. funny. And that's actually probably perfectly accurate. A hundred percent true. Oh my God. I think so. Eating lunch, I definitely like the flexibility of not having to give directions to like a Grubhub person who doesn't know how to get to our office. Oh my God. So wait, let's break that down for people. Okay. So I know this is going to sound like the dumbest thing, especially in the current moment that we're in where every problem is much bigger than this, but we work on a pier. We work in a building that is located on a pier and the uh, street address is not really our building. It shows up on certain maps, like it's across the street, which again would be down the pier and then across the street, so it's not <laughs> close. Or some maps show it as like, sometimes people get it right and sometimes they don't. Every time you order delivery, we've all like workshopped our delivery instructions. <laughs> like, what do you write in the special instructions area to get them to find the door? Uh, mine's like five sentences long. Um, and then every time you order food, it's just waiting until your phone rings and a person calls you and says like, I'm at 89. And you're like, it's not, it's not 89. <laughs> so it's, it's the building on the pier. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard Ashley say it's on the physical pier, it's on the actual pier. It's on the water. It's right across from the big boat. <laughs> yeah, like it's the big green building with all the windows right across from the big red boat. It's just every day you hear in like in spurts across the office, different people having the exact same conversation about how to find the door to our building. It is the most, I I didn't realize till you just said it, Ashley, how relieved I am not having that conversation every day because not surprising to anyone. I'm not, I don't leave the office for lunch. I don't say like, I'm going to go for a walk and grab food and come back. I'm like, I'm working, have them bring the food to me, but my God, it is so awful. (laughs) So I think, uh, I think that probably moves on. Eating lunch yeah. alone. I mean, the other thing, the only thing to say about small talk is like, you kind of still have to make it here in, um, removed socially distanced land because like we have a call every day. And like, if you're on the call a minute or two before everybody else, you're like 
to the people on the call, you're like, so what's up with you? How's, yeah, what's your Trader Joe's look like? And so you're still kind of doing it still. Yeah. That's and here's the thing, bad, it, but. you're doing it, but also it's worse because it's, it's conference call small talk. I know we're not doing a bracket of things that suck about working from home, but if we were conference calls would win because there's no, especially if you're in a, uh, like a comedic type of workplace, I guess, which is a very specific thing to say, but like conference calls, there's no way to be funny. There's no timing. There's no like make everybody laugh because if you try to, and then somebody else is like, sorry, what you cut out and you're like, it's, I'm not going to repeat it. It's okay. <laughs> like it's just, it kills any sort of fun office vibe because some people are like, I just want to get off the phone and other people are like, let's make this fun. It's just a mess. So I think, yeah, yeah I guess eating lunch alone probably moves on. Okay. All right, the next matchup, hobbies during downtime versus more time with your quarantine buddy. These are good things. I know we just did an ad read about it being awful. Um, (laughs) I will say I'm very lucky. I have, in terms of, like, I got a first-round draft pick quarantine buddy. It's like I'm just – I get to hang out with the most entertaining person in the world. So it's very fun most of the time. Uh, it's one of those things where it's, I think, you know, when you move in with anybody at first, you're like, huh, all the time you, not just sometimes you, yeah. all the time. Mm. Uh, but like it, we, we both have, um, really different schedules. This is me specific, but you guys, I want to know your stuff. Um, like we have very different schedules where normally we don't see each other a lot at night or we'll see each other like once or twice a week, but then we'll spend most of the weekend together. And, uh, and now it's every night we get to hang out, which is Really great and wonderful and great. Uh, hobbies <laughs> during downtime is is also a fantastic. I've been playing a lot of video games. Yeah, yeah. I haven't found your posse yet, but I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it's that just, posse. It's, you got to just let – okay, gross, Jay, because you know what posse sounds like. And I really don't know what to say. Oh, oh God. I, I was I'm not – Oh, just my said, I'm gosh. A, he said, I'm going to find that posse. Oh, my God. Don't there. say it again. I didn't say, I didn't say I'm going to get in there. Oh, I my God. I want to die. <laughs> you guys are – now you guys are just inventing shit. My least favorite thing was when Jay was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak up in your posse and get all up in there. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not gonna like the way it feels. Oh it was like, Ooh, Jay, why did you say that? Please. I like that Ashley has figured out if she makes noise the way we're recording this, it'll just drown me out and you won't be able to hear it. So I love that. Oh. I retract that. I will continue to play Red Dead Redemption by myself, as I do everything else by myself, no, Jay, because this, I don't have a quarantine. Jay, just that text me. Okay. Text me. Your, are you PlayStation or Xbox? I have Xbox, but I think the servers are... Are they now? I think they are, yeah. Well, we'll figure it out, but text me your gamer tag, and I'll see if I can add you. Okay. Um, Ashley, hobbies during downtime? You haven't really had any of that. I haven't had any, um, but I did buy some puzzles. I just got a game of Thrones puzzle and I opened it today. I decided today was a mail it in day. So I opened it and I started sorting it and that was nice. Um, I didn't get very far, but, but I, there was like, again, and this is going to be different for people who don't have a kid, but there was that time in the office when you and I were trying to work through a problem and we were just creatively stuck and we we're like, hey, let's just do this puzzle for a little bit and talk through it while we were stuck on this problem. And it really helped. And I think yeah. if I could, you know, like sit and just work on that puzzle while I was on a call or while I was doing whatever, it would be incredible. It would be awesome. 
I sh- oh, I should have done this podcast near the puzzle so I could have been working on it. But no. uh, <laughs> in terms of like, you're like, hey, I wish I could be puzzled. No, okay. not nice. <laughs> but like more time with your quarantine buddy, I think is is you've got plurals. I have lots of buddies. I got two dogs. I got Indies in here with me. Um, obviously, see a whole lot more of my husband and my child than I'm used to, which is great. I just think for people who are introverted, they kind of, they need that alone time to recharge. And I had alone time when I was like commuting to work and now I don't have any alone time at all. So like, I, I don't want to get into later things, but like, I've been trying to find creative ways to get alone time. Um, and yeah, I think I think the tough thing about a quarantine buddy, it's because it's, I mean, it depends on what your relationship is with them, but you really, quarantine teaches you how important boundaries are or how important, like clearly stating something is, Mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of times in relationships of any type, we do a lot of like, Hey, I could, uh, you try to be flexible to help somebody's like, Hey, uh, I got to do this thing while you're doing your podcast. I could do it in the living room. I could go over here. I could do it at this time or this time where it's actually easier if you're like, hello, I need 20 minutes of alone time and I need you to be in the other room. I'm going to go into the bedroom and do this. I will be done in 30 minutes. It's actually, it feels meaner, but it's so much easier if you just set boundaries of like, hi, I need to be alone tonight. So I'm going to do this and you yeah. can go do that. Uh, we've worked out a thing. <laughs> it's really stupid. But when we, I think I might've already said it too, but when we play Red Dead, uh, he has a PlayStation and I have a PlayStation and they're set up in two different rooms. So like, we don't, we're not sitting together. We're playing a video game, but we can also be like, you're not nitpicking. I don't think you realize until you do together all the time that you nitpick the little things each other do when you're sitting next to each other. When you're like, you're on your phone a lot or like, you're doing this, you're doing yeah. that. Yeah. And like just being in separate rooms, but like playing a game together is, and like talking when we need to, but it's mostly about the game. It's like kind of super nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's a good idea. Yeah. That's smart. It's not smart. It's uh, it's also dumb. It's how video games are built now that we couldn't play it next to each other if we wanted to. <laughs> right. We downloaded uh, or bought or I don't know whatever. We got something called I think it's Overcooked, which is like a oh I've a, heard about that co-op game. Is that what it's called when you can sit next to some a couch co-op? Yeah, yeah couch co-op. co-op. We haven't played it yet, but we have it. it used to just be <laughs> called. You know you would, do you know what you, you would love, Ash? Is Portal. I don't oh, know. Ashley would love Portal. Portal is a game you can download it. It's on puzzles. Your, on, it's I like on your puzzles. They're all puzzles, and they're like you. It's I don't think it's cooperative, and you have to like figure out how to move and jump and do different things in order to open the puzzle or solve it. Yes, Jay. I don't think you can get it on PlayStation. We have an Xbox. Oh no, you have Xbox. Xbox. You have Xbox. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I forgot. Um, forgot so you both are heathens. You should <laughs> download Portal and play it with Steve. You are gonna love it. You would Ash. It's like Escape the Room. Essentially, will still will Steve like it, or yeah, it's, he'll just be happy no. that I'm not sleeping. Yes, <laughs> I think. Well, Steve, I think he might really learn. Cool. They, they kind of combine the action with the puzzle. Yeah, it, exactly. But I think you'll Steve will actually having watched you both play inside <laughs> mm-hmm. that game inside. Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> And how frustrated you got with each other when, like, you had to figure out. Specifically, I remember the scene where the dog is yes. chasing you. Yeah. And what you have to do, what the solution is, is you lure the dog into the pool. And then you get out the pool and run to the other side. So the dog is stuck in the pool. Um, you watch you try to figure that out. 
<laughs> nobody's ever going to play the video game inside, although it's very fun and I recommend it. It's beautiful. Um, you Watching you two fight over it, <laughs> I don't know if Portal is going to bring you peace, but it might be a nice thing for you guys to like get out your aggression against each other and try to well, figure out. And also it. when you solve it, there's like a lot of excitement. So it's- Well, I think that'll mostly just be Ashley being like, I did that. It was me. I win. <laughs> And then Steve will be like, there's no winners in this game? She'll be like, there was. We're a quarantine, guys. Hey! (laughs) All right, so hobbies during downtime versus more time with the quarantine buddy. This is very uh, situation-specific, but I I would pick more time with quarantine buddy to move on. But I know that there are some people who don't have a quarantine buddy. So I feel like, is it mean to move that on? (laughs) like should we move on the only downside i would say of hobbies during downtime is that this is the work from home bracket not the quarantine bracket and if you're working from home doing hobbies during downtime is actually not conducive to a workplace it's kind of it's the definition of a distraction i mean i think we should get into it a little bit because that totally depends like in theory um if you're working, you can now, because you work from home, in certain sorts of scenarios, set boundaries. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do this conference call from 1 to 2 p.m. And then at 2, I'm going to play one game of FIFA, which is going to take 15 minutes. It's going to take my mind off it. And then at 2.30, I'm going to sit back down and I'm going to write this email. Yes, Jay. And what's it like to have self-control? <laughs> it's that You were discussing perfect self-control. If I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play one game and then I lose well, that sure. game. Why do you think I, I lose one I'm like, game well, and then I gave it half an hour? One yeah, game takes 12 minutes. One Let's game and I'm like, well, like, then I get it. Then my brain gets into this very complicated bartering where I'm like, well, you can't end on a loss. And then my brain's like, yeah, of course not. Everybody knows you can't end on a loss. Then you're going to carry the weight of that L throughout the rest of the day. So let's play one more game and we got to win. It's got to be, and then you win and it's like, yeah, but I won la- at the last second. It was only by one goal. I'd like a more decisive win to carry me through the day. <laughs> I mean, I Maybe feel, I can just I, finish a season of Rocket League. Well, if you schedule it in such a way where it's like things you have to do on the other mm. end of it, then you'll stop. So yeah, uh, I'm into that. I'm into like giving yourself breaks and pauses and downtime throughout the day. Cause that's something that I don't feel like we get often in office life. And it's, it's super true. important. Even if it's, it's like, true. Hey, I'm going to go walk in a walk around my block for 15 minutes and just like clear my head. Yeah. That's I mean, super even, acceptable. there are offices that have foosball or ping pong or like whatever, and they're supposed to encourage those type of breaks. But when I worked in Bristol and they had that stuff, if anybody was ever out there like playing cornhole on the green, you resented the them. Day, everyone was like, what are you doing? Don't you have a yeah. job? Aren't you busy? So yeah, it's, it's so like- true because you, you hold it against like the economy of working in an office is like when you're busy, you're mad at everybody who's not busy right. when it really doesn't make any sense because them being busy doesn't lighten your load at all. Mm-hmm. But it's just so easy to be like, what the hell? I'm killing myself to get this done. And you guys are over here just like talking about love is blind or whatever like this isn't it's not fair and then you're like at home it's like people can be doing that and you realize how little it's affecting you you still just have to do your work right right i just have trouble being my own boss i have a very hard time being at home and having to get work done and ashley we talked about this a little bit obviously off pod earlier this week that you were like you were very perceptive and were like this must remind you a lot of that time you had a job but didn't have a job and you were not working and stuck at home and things got really dark for you. And so like, I have to actively make sure I'm doing stuff and it's hard to get my brain to, uh, it's hard enough to get me to, to do things. It's much harder to get me to do the things I have to do. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. 
So what do we want to move forward in this bracket? Well, my only plus for quarantine buddy, speaking as someone without one, is I was telling Ashley before we got to this podcast um, that I have created a little bit of a schedule for myself. And part of that schedule is I spend about an hour a day looking at pet finder at all of the dogs I could possibly adopt. <laughs> Hold but, on, you don't uh, want to get too far ahead. And and so part of me and I'm still trying to give it some time. Wait, Jay, like, you're jumping the gun on this. Save that wait, one. where the neck the literal what? next matchup. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see that. All right. Well having a buddy seems like it would be nice. So that's, <laughs> that's, all right. That's let's say point. it's let's say it's more time with human quarantine buddy. Okay. Because otherwise, case, it would, I it would vote for hobbies. <laughs> yeah, I think Ashley, I, I think I'm going to vote for hobbies too. Have you, Ashley? I just have to ask: Have you found you and Steve getting in more dumb fights? It's a thing I've noticed. It's kind of I did it a little bit in the ad read, but like we're getting in these fights that I'm like afterwards, like the other day, uh, my boyfriend said something, and as he said it, like as he said it, I reacted and I went why did you say that? And he just looked at me with shock on his face and goes, I have no idea. It was an interception. I felt it as an interception coming off my fingers. I threw it anyway. I am sorry. I don't know why I said that. And then I was like, why did you say it though? And he's like, again, I have no idea. I wish I could go back to before I said it and not say it, but I, I don't know what to do now. And then we just looked at each other and I was like, I'm uncomfortable. And he was like, I am as well. And I was like, Let's just, I guess, sit with that for a little bit. It was, it's oh, just man. so, because you're like, there's nothing you can do. I don't want to fight, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know what we do now. Yeah. Uh, it's just all these little things that you're like, God, these are so dumb. It's kind of like, it's like molecules bouncing off of each other. Yeah. I think it's tough. Like when people deal with things in different ways and show stress in different ways and cope, you know, in yes. different ways that like when those don't match up, it, it can be very frustrating. You know, it's I'm also go ahead. Um, the way that, you know, I approached this was like, okay, we're going to keep Austin learning as much as possible. And I'm going to teach him everything he can. And he's going to have a schedule and he, I'm going to work so yeah, hard. You put, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. There's no way. It's, yeah. That doesn't seem like you. And actually. then no. Steve's kind of like, you know, let's do the best we can and keep him alive. And then I get mad at Steve because I'm working my, ass off like trying to keep them away from screens and like it's just like it, it, we just have to forgive each other and do the best we can i know that we said and that already i will reiterate you need to forgive yourself i'm trying i've seen a lot of parents posting about how hard it's been or how much respect they have for teachers uh because they're learning that like god keeping this kid focused on anything is impossible and i'm doing my best like it, you got to forgive yourself. Obviously, you'd love to have a lesson plan and you'd love to have them leave reading at a fifth grade level. It's not going to happen and it doesn't have to happen. And people will actually hate him if that happens. Like, just let him be, like, <laughs> let him do dumb stuff, you know, yeah. enjoy him and like learn like what he likes as like he's starting to turn into a person, you know, and like oh, get yeah. to know him. Yeah. All right. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to make mine quarantine buddy because I think this is Ooh. a lot of, a lot of, issues I think are going to get a lot more attention. You know, it's just like a concentrated, like it's an, it's a relationship on speed, you know, like things yeah. that you figure out like weeks from now and like have to sort through and you're going to have to deal with immediately. Yeah. Regardless of that, say, like a roommate or a significant other or family or like whatever. I've seen a lot of people say there's going to be a bunch of, we're going to have a, like a baby boom from the quarantine. And a lot of other people say that we're going to get a lot of divorces and it's like, yeah. 
it's one of those things where you, you can't avoid the problem. You know what I mean? This is where you learn, like, it's kind of, it sounds like a big deal and it is, I think maybe I'm giving it too much weight, but it's kind of like, you can figure out, oh yeah, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. We can make this work. Or it, it very much speeds up the process of like, oh, I thought this worked because we're both busy all the time, but we actually don't get along and disagree in these three major ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like, it's, I think it's going to be helpful. Like I'm making it sound like things are bad over here. Things are fantastic over here. And it's like fun to figure out we have these little things and then we're both like, oh, now we know that. And yeah. We won't do that again. Mm-hmm. And but also like, like you can't run away from the problem. Like you have to, yeah. you have to face it because yeah. there's nowhere to go. Like I said, we both had to go. I'm uncomfortable. I'm also uncomfortable. Okay. We'll sit here for a second and then let's, let's regroup in 30 minutes about what we do. With what just happened? <laughs> so quality Man, time I'm is torn. I'm torn. So I think because this is a work from home bracket and yeah. Quarantine oh, you're so right. Buddy is like good for relationships and stuff like that, but like hobbies during downtime is actually good for the working part. I you're think so we should right. move on hobbies. That's a great point because it's a quarantine buddy. It's not a work from home buddy. That's like, right. We're talking about actually working from home. Quarantine buddy is like extracurricular to that. Right. So shout out to our quarantine buddies who we love very much, <laughs> but we're going to move on hobbies during downtime. I thought Jay was going to be like, woohoo! Uh, <laughs> yeah, woohoo! Woohoo! There's an owl here. All right, the next matchup in the work from home bracket is the mute button versus extra time with your pets. Wow. <laughs> a, a matchup for all ages. This is, uh, such this, a, is, this is such a tough matchup. Yeah, this is whoever seated these should be fired. Yeah, that guy sucks. Guys, can uh, so, I just okay. say the mute? I there is a very specific example of using the mute button that only works when you're working from home, and that's when you you're go pooping. to the bathroom while you're on the call. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't have Pooping to be poop. it doesn't have to be pooping. It can be peeing. But <gasps> hey, buddy, Aaron, they're too big for you, bud. But you can talk into the mic and say hi. Hi. Say hi, Kiki. Hi, Jay. Hi, Kiki. Hi, Jay. Hi, Austin. <laughs> he can't hear you, but I can. Sorry about that. Oh, tell him we love him. They say they love you. They say, uh, they don't, say uh, don't press that's the what it feels like to be adored. What are you guys doing? Are you guys watching TV? Outside? Uh, yeah, Teddy's on the phone now. Can you? Are you watching PJ Masks? Are you watching PJ Masks? I did. You already did? Yeah. <laughs> you want to sit on my lap while I talk to them? Uh, or you want to go play? Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Austin. He's gone. He didn't say bye. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so uh, hobbies during downtime moves on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, so the we were talking about the mute button versus extra time with pets. Yeah. The whole mac and cheese. Good job. Yes! <laughs> Me too, Austin. I also ate the whole mac and cheese. <laughs> um, so as an aside, one box. we should discuss the best boxed mac and cheeses as a, as a potential bracket topic, if, in case I forget okay. to say that later. Okay, keep going. New button versus extra time with pets. 
Well, so I don't have a pet, and I know Jay. It sounds like you have a whole a soliloquy on this, so I'll let you take the floor. But I um I saw somebody post there in L.A. and they were like, all these shelters, like seven shelters in L.A. are closing for the quarantine. If they can't get these pets fostered, I think they do the thing. No, yeah. and yeah. so they were like. They were like, come, you know, if you can come foster a pet. And so I was looking in New York to see if that's the case. Cause I originally brought up to, you know, my quarantine buddy that we should get, I was like, the only thing really missing right now is a dog. Like, let's get a dog. And he rightfully was like, okay. And then when our lives resume and we can't have a dog cause we're never home or around or whatever, uh, that's going to be a problem. But then I was like, well, if we foster a dog. You ever fostered a dog before Katie? No, but he thinks, uh, and I agree. That we would get to attached. Yeah. Yes. If you, I was going to say, if you foster a dog, you're going to adopt a dog. <laughs> you're going to kill a dog. Uh, it's up. Which is, which is just a grift. Which is great. But like, it's, I mean, it just is super hard because you get really emotionally connected to them. And then at the end of six weeks or however long you're supposed to foster them for, you're supposed to just like give it to someone else. That's impossible. Yeah. Um, but yes. But I've never, of- I've never had a dog before. So part of me thinks that it would be good to like. Have a trial period. Look- yeah, like, essentially. I don't want to treat, a, I'm not, out. yeah, I don't want to make it sound like I'm using this dog to whatever, but like, it's like babysitting helps you learn how to take care of a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like taking care of a dog is like, oh, okay, now I know that all the things everyone's like, you're not going to like this part. It's like, I would, I would find out. Do you want to borrow Ray for a couple weeks? <laughs> uh, I would if Ray weren't the most difficult dog. In the sense of like, she she's a she's a lot. Well, she's, she's like she's not right now. She like won't leave her bed. Oh, she might be depressed. I know she probably is. Sorry, Jay, go on your soliloquy. Wait, hold on. Let me just do this real quick, Ashley. We can discuss this off pot if you want. But if it takes something off of your plate, we can take Ray. Well, I can get into this with my extra time with pets. Uh, take, but I want okay. Jay to go first. All right, go ahead, Jay. Do your thing. Well, so I was just saying that. To your point, Katie, and everybody out there who's listening to this and is thinking about this, there are a lot of shelters probably in your area that do need fosters desperately um, or else they're going to do the thing to those dogs that they don't have homes for. So do do that if you can and you have the means and you have the space for it in your life. It is uh, really important to try to help these animals if you can. Um, So I've been spending a lot of time on Pet Finder just as like, you know, a 30-minute little browse in the morning just to take a look around, (laughs) see who's out there uh because you know being home by yourself and like talking talking on the phone you're talking on facetime and then like the day winds down and you're sitting here and you're just kind of like hmm you know like i would go on a walk and you can go on a walk by yourself but how much more fun would it be to do that with a puppy and the other thing is other thing is they always say like if you're gonna get a puppy you should really have a couple of weeks at home with the puppy to like get it oriented and get like it in a routine and so that you can really spend that time like making sure that it knows how to do that. That's the best way to raise a puppy. And you always are like, well, I just am never going to have like two or three weeks where I can just like stay home. Guess what? Now you you have it. So I'm really, I'm definitely thinking a lot long and hard about it. And I'm going to think a little bit more because it, I, like you said, Katie, like my life is going to go back to being my life and I'm going to be like, cool. Now I have this dog and I have to take stock of if I can make that adjustment or not. But, it seems I've always good. wanted a pet because, uh, well, obviously I, I'm obsessed with dogs and I just love to love things. Um, but like, it also is a great built-in excuse of why you can't go out. 
Like I, whenever I hear somebody be like, oh man, I'd love to come to another bar with you guys, but we got the dog at home. I'm like, I'd love to say that. It's like saying to a guy that hits on you at a bar that you, that you're in a relationship. It's like an immediate out. It can be a lie or the truth, but you just don't have to, nobody goes, well, you can't go home. You have to stay. It's like, no, I said the thing that you have to let me leave. Yeah. That's funny. But if we're talking about working from home, the mute button is undefeated. That is, I mean, it really, truly, like, the fact that you can go on mute and do literally anything you need to do. You guys or the abil- just the ability the to, the, bil- the ability to have a running, uh, running commentary talking shit about the people <laughs> that you work with while they're talking is so valuable. Of being able to respond when somebody says something stupid, the ability to go, are you a idiot out loud they can't hear you and nobody's feelings get hurt is so valuable you don't have to worry about your you don't have to worry about the face that you're making when somebody says something or you can be like oh yeah i bet you would love if i did that boss since it's your job and now i have to do it like that is cathartic as opposed to having to smile and nod and be like i'll get right on that boss like it's so nice to be like you and then you hit the mute button and you go absolutely i'll get that to you later today <laughs> hit the mute button again and be like you giant piece of shit. it's amazing it's also dangerous <laughs> you really want to make sure that that button is pushed ashley and i were on a call the other day i have my um for whatever reason i was using headphones with a dongle i hate to say that word i love that but word it, they were plugged into my phone and I had, you know, the old headphones, you have to put it into the thing that changes yeah. the adapter. So for whatever reason, sometimes when I do that, my Siri will act weird. It'll just start randomly thinking I'm pushing it or it'll pause a song I'm listening to because I move the wrong way. Something about it is a little bit glitchy. But Ashley and I were on a conference call. I had it muted. And I, at one point I turned to my quarantine buddy and I commented on something that happened on the call. And I said like, whatever. And then, uh, and then the, then Ashley sent me a text that said, wow, with a face, like the awkward face. And I was like, uh oh, was I, is my mute? Oh yeah, I forgot to mute. So while I'm on, while I'm on this call, my mute button keeps kind of blinking. So it, it, uh, in my head, I'm like, uh, maybe it's not muted. Like maybe it's going in and out. Maybe I don't know what's happening with it. So then Ashley sent me that wow text and I was like, oh shit. Like I was not muted when I said that thing. And then she goes, Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. I was just reacting to the thing the same way you were just in a text. But anyway, the mute button can cause a lot of anxiety. It can be the same relief it gives you can be the same. Like if you're peeing when you're on the phone and then somebody, have you ever had somebody on a conference call when you're on mute, say something that makes you go, Oh my God, they heard me. It's the worst feeling. Like you're peeing and someone goes, sorry, what was that noise? And you go, and you just like, stop peeing. And it's not you they're talking about. Like, is anybody getting a weird noise? And you just like stop midstream and you're like, oh my God, is it me? Did you guys see the video of the conference where the guy left his mic on that came out recently? It is, it's incredible. He goes to the bathroom with his mic on and he is just farting constantly. And this woman is trying to talk about like a serious medical thing. And oh, it's just like I, I dying and laughing. It. It's, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. <laughs> the fart sounded so fake that I was like, this has to, I, I thought so too. I thought so too. But her reaction was like, her reaction was real, but I yeah. thought like he was just playing fart noises. 
<laughs> Either way, very funny. So, so the mute button versus extra time with pets is what we're talking about in the third matchup of this program. Oh my gosh, you have to go faster. Oh so I will say being here with two dogs is like, is great because right now Indy's just like chilling next to me and I just like being with him. Um, and it's very yeah. calming. I think security during this anxiety filled time. Yes. However, there is also an extra layer of guilt because you're like, I have this extra time. I should be doing more with my pets. Like they expect me to do something because I'm home. And instead I have no time and I have less energy than usual. And so you just feel guilt that you're not doing more with them. And there's also pets who like are weird and emotional and like they're used to doing stuff when you're not home. Like, I think the reason Ray is being kind of oh, moody yeah. is because, like, when Steve isn't around, she goes nuts. And when Steve's here, she, like, behaves. And she's been forced to behave since Steve's oh, been yeah. home. And she, like, needs to go crazy. And she's like, when do I get my time? You know, like, they're, yeah. they, they need some some alone time, too. So she's like, Steve, you stay in the bedroom. I'm going to be in the living room. Let's set some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it's like one of those things where uh, I just completely lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> uh, it is just like that. No, guy, no, totally. I got it. I found it. So it's like dogs, when they see the two of you home, they're like, this is what it's like. This is what that means for the next hour of my life. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. two people are home. That means we do this. But it's like they don't realize, and I bet kids are the same way, where it's like mommy's home. I sit with mommy. Mommy's home. I, I go in and hug mommy. It's not like mommy's home, but she's not technically home right now, Austin. So just pretend she's not home. Right. Yeah. Like same thing with dogs where they're like, we see the two of you. When's the time for the walk? When do we get dinner? Like, exactly. Why are you both here? Yeah. Everybody's routine is totally screwed up. Yeah. So I think be only because of that and because I don't have a pet yet, so I'm jealous. Uh, I think we move on the mute button. You're wearing daddy's underwear? No. Oh man! Hey, Austin. Hey, Ashley. Uh, yeah. Sorry. You know how you do that thing with Austin where you do the like? Do you like a poop or Steve better? Yeah. Can you ask him if he likes the mute button or extra time with pets better? You wearing dinosaur underwear? Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. Do you like which? Do you like better, the mute button or extra time with pets? Um, pets. 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 Okay. It feels like recency bias. He picked pets. Yeah, I also feel like he probably doesn't have mastery of the mute. Yeah, button. he doesn't. He doesn't have the mute. And button. I think, I think he. I'll be honest. I think if you asked him again and you put extra time with pets first and then mute button second, I think he's picking mute button. Mm, he just left. In- interesting. Well, I'm just saying. I think he just repeated the last thing he said. Yeah, I don't know that Austin's used the mute button before, so I think. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I actually think Austin is proof that the mute button is valuable. <laughs> I know, right? Bye. I love you. I love you too. Bye. <laughs> so that's like the cage door closing. We should just clip that Austin shutting the door and use that sound effect forever. Wow, so Bye, good. mommy. Door shuts. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We're moving on the mute button. Okay. The next matchup: time to exercise versus uh, you don't have to get dressed or ready or do your hair and makeup. We don't have to discuss this. It's you don't have to get dressed or ready or do your hair and makeup. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who put in more time to exercise? Jay. Did you answer your own question? Jay. Yeah. So you've been running every I, day? So here, I, as, as previously mentioned, I'm here by myself. Mm-hmm. So if I don't leave my house every day, I will literally go nuts. I just need to like see another human being to know that they're out there, that I'm not like here alone in 
That's this fair. weird apartment. So I've been going on a run every afternoon. And it's just like, first of all, it makes me feel better because I'm a little bit hypochondriac about like, uh, I have no symptoms, but I definitely have this thing. And then on top of that, like, if you're running, then you're breathing and that's good for you, whatever. And then also like, gets you out of the house. You can see the world. It's supposed to be pretty safe so long as you keep a distance from everybody. So you've also like, been to an airport recently. How are you coping with that? Was that okay? That experience? Um, it was fine. It was pretty empty. And like, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm trying to be as like, um, the best I can possibly do in terms of like social distancing. So like at the airport, I stay away from everybody. I don't sit in the public seats. I like keep to myself. I've picked seats specifically on the airplane that are like far away from everybody else. Um, and there's no one at the airport. So honestly, it's yeah. like, it feels like less exposure than going to the grocery store. Like when oh, I've been wow. to the grocery yeah. store, it's like, there's so many more people and there's so much closer. Whereas at the airport, I actually was able to keep a safe distance from almost yeah. everyone. And like being in the plane, they say that like the air filter system is really, really high. So like, it's supposed to be pretty good in terms of like having to bring right. other people there and stuff like that. I digress. I just wanted, to, I thought about that recently. I was yeah, like, oh no, my it's God, scary. Thought, I, he had, thought he had DVT or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. No, he's definitely walking around like, I've got corona. I I definitely am, Um, but (laughs) it's it's okay. So anyway, the time to exercise, like, the other reason I put it in, just to put it on before we move it on, um, is, like, it's also about, like, being flexible when you exercise. Because before, if I wanted to exercise, I had to do it before work between 7.30 and 9 a.m. Oh, what's that like? (laughs) Right. You have to wake up super early. You have to probably, I had to take public transportation just to get to where I was going to work out. And then like you work out and then you have to like take a shower at that place and go to work. And then you're at work for nine hours. And so this, like the fact that it can be, like I said before, like I can be like from four to four forty-five. I'm going to make sure I don't have any obligations. And then I'm going to pick up where I left off after I get back from a run. And that's been really cool. Um, because I don't have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to take a bus and- to go work out. And I'm sure it doesn't take you very long to do your makeup. So makeup, mag- you know, mag- that's actually that's actually where you would be wrong. Um, I do put a <laughs> oh. lot of work in. Yeah, uh, but well, for me, I've been doing. Uh, we've been doing a couple like just shorts of highly questionable called highly quarantined, where it's basically the premise is just Dan Levitard, Mina Kimes, and I. Uh, the two of them just pick on me about Tom Brady and I sit on my couch <laughs> and feel sad. Uh, so I have, those are the days that I've, the only days that I've been like, oh, I got to do my hair and my makeup, which um, I think I've probably said this before. And it's a very privileged thing to say, but when you get your hair and makeup done by people who professionally do that, you, and then you have to do your own, you're very, you realize how bad you are at it because you've seen how good your face can look. And then you see what it looks like when you're done. And it takes you a lot longer to make it look a lot worse. And I'm just like, what the hell? I can't figure this out. So like that part of working from home has actually been awful. But I'm, it's worth the trade-off of like, I don't have to do it other than on those days. Yeah. It's so nice. And the exercise thing, I just feel guilty that I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here on the couch. I should go exercise. I have the time, but the time makes me feel guilty. Well, there, I do have a, a word of caution um, for people who have not exercised a ton recently. Um, we we thought like, hey, we could do yoga. We could do some like in-house exercise stuff now that we're stuck in this apartment. Uh, Steve... <laughs> He pulled something? Yeah, I think it might be an ACL. He, it's really no! bad. He was doing, doing squats. Doing yoga? Squats. 
Oh, you think God. Steve tore his ACL? Well, I don't. I don't know. Um, we he did the squats. It can he move laterally? He. I don't know that he's tried to move laterally. He's in a knee immobilizer right now. Um, oh my God. He didn't want to go to the doctor, so we called my sister, who's an emergency room doctor, and she like looked at. We Facetimed her with her. She looked at it. She was like, "You're gonna have to get an MRI, but they're not gonna do it until the swelling goes down." So like, holy cow! He's on like high end like painkillers, but he like can't walk super well. Which let me tell you is uh makes this extra challenging. This is like another thing that you didn't mention about all of the stress. Yeah, hey, also by the way, my husband who's supposed to help me be taking care of this can't move. Well, he was was the one like taking the dogs out. He was the one going to the grocery store, and like I had to go get him a knee immobilizer so i had to go out into cvs with my two autoimmune diseases previous cancer diagnosis current upper respiratory thing and it's oh just like oh, it's so scary <laughs> oh my god it's uh, a- galaxy brain though galaxy brain steve tore his acl so he could just sit on the couch and play video games <laughs> the wow wow I am totally he's like, in on that he's like, I totally he's buy like, that. Uh, he's like that old, oh my God, I'm Bill Simmons. He's like that old <laughs> cop in the wire that like tries to throw himself down the stairs so that he can yes. get taken off the course and get his retirement early. That's <laughs> He's just like looking at the staircase like, God, I got to do this. I got to throw myself Whoa. down it. And he tore his ACL doing a squat. I think, so if I'm going to, I have to obviously injure something <laughs> next so that I can also just sit on the couch. What yes. should I pick? Should I do, do like a glute? Do you think like, well, let's see. Let's think about this rationally. You don't want to do a glute because then sitting down will hurt. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think like you want to hurt your ankle. foot. Then you literally can't move. Yeah. Foot, well, ankle. Look, as a person who got their ankle, who would twist your ankle all the time, it's actually, it doesn't hurt as much. It hurts initially. Uh, it's also something that they make you stay off of your feet for, even when it starts to feel a little bit better. So mm-hmm. I really think ankle, I also probably have an air cast here somewhere that I could like send over to you. <laughs> Smart. That's smart. The worse it looks, the more you're going to get out of it. The problem is if both of you are 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 stuck on the couch. Yep. The dogs are just peeing. Austin, Austin's, going, Austin's going to the school yeah. store. Actually, give it, yes, yeah, send them out. It's time for him to start earning his keep. Uh, no, but the thing is, like, you're going to need something that tops an ACL. Yeah. Although he, yeah. With, like the, you, with the knee immobilizer or whatever on, he can actually, like, walk now. Um, yeah, he just can't move laterally, as as Doctor J was saying. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, Katie. Just, I appreciate you referring uh, to me as my proper name. It's uh, it's kind Jay of would funny. be the guy, Jay would be the only person that doesn't know that Doctor J is already a very famous basketball player. <laughs> uh, I I am aware that he's like Doctor J. J. I like the ring player. to that. That's got a nice it, ring it to sounds, it. It sounds good. I should put up some points. Uh, right. Uh, so I'm for sure. I'm for sure going with you. Don't have to get ready. <laughs> Screw yeah, exercise. I think, I think that no. I mean, we haven't even gotten into like. We'll save it for the next round. Cetera, yeah, Ash, I think yeah. I think you got to blow your Achilles. That's where I'm coming down. Ooh. Oh, man. oh man, that sucks. Just that would hurt it. so just bad. Take some scissors to it and just snip oh, it. Oh, no, that's just give me the chills. Just, just, hey, just send her your air cast. She doesn't actually have to injure anything. She just oh, then she's a liar. Ashley would. You don't know Ashley. The guilt of that would eat her up inside, and then she would die of some sort of cancer that she manifested. She'd get an ulcer. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, so not having to get ready moves on. The next matchup, we are halfway through the work from home bracket. 
Um, the next matchup is if your work day starts at 10 a.m., you can wake up at 9.58 a.m. You don't have to guard your facial expressions. Oh, I kind of said that in the conference call mute button one. But uh, all right. So look, if your work day starts at 10, you can wake up at 9.58. That's nice. I do that already. So uh, I do that when I work from the office. I'm going to be honest. Uh, hello, I'm a flawed human. And one of my flaws, if I have to be somewhere at 10, I wake up at 9.58. And in my brain, in the complicated brain math that happens that makes no actual logical sense in the universe, I wake up at 9.58 and think I can get there at 10. Uh, it doesn't happen most times. Yeah, no, that, that's not. No, it doesn't. I don't know if you guys have any experience with that happening with me. But uh, not having to guard your facial expressions also huge for me because sometimes I've been told that it's, I think I hide my feelings on something and it's very clear that I didn't. The, yeah. the facial expressions is my mute button. Like I don't verbally rant when I'm upset, but I roll my eyes so hard. I make like, <laughs> it's like that to me is being able to just react however I want and like fake scream and like, like whatever I can do with my face. is just so liberating. Cause I'm not, you guys are, you guys get frustrated a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mostly with you. I'm just kidding. I wonder who it is. I just can't. But the, the waking up for one, that doesn't apply to me. I wake up at the same time every day, regardless of. Oh, that's a good family. point. Yeah. Well, so this is kind of, <clears throat> this is kind of what I was, oh God, I have it. This is what I was saying uh, <laughs> the other day when we were talking about, you know, Jay, when you were like, oh, I wake up at, when we talk about the sushi thing. And I got yeah. like torn apart on our subreddit, which is actually the thing that made me stop checking our subreddit. Cause I was like, okay, I want to defend myself and I can't be gay. But like, I haven't posted since then. I know. Under I'm your joking, but real I, one. <gasps> under your real name. Yeah, I only uh, use my six burners. Hold on. Can, like, can I do a really quick aside about the burner that I discovered <laughs> that Jay has on Twitter? I don't know if I'm ready to talk about it. I texted Katie about it. It's today. not a burner. It's, it's not a burner. You have a Twitter account that you run. You know why it's not a you know why it's not a burner? It's because the only person he, that follows him is him. No, it has <laughs> I have thirty followers now, guys. Oh wow. sorry, I haven't checked in on white guy first names in a while. <laughs> it's, it's at, you wanna tell the people about it? It's at white guy names and every day. <laughs> I don't want to tweet a new white guy name. It's that's it. That's the whole account. I don't think I don't think I've worked so hard to create myself a platform so that I can use it to promote white guy names (laughs) at white guy names on Twitter. (laughs) That's that's every day. That's the whole bit. Every day, Jay Wolf Cohen just tweets out one name of a of a white man. Um, that is correct. <laughs> now, I guess if we're going to talk about it, we might as well dive in because I do have a question. How do you decide if the name you've chosen as a white guy name is problematic or not? Like, how do you know you're not picking a name that could also be the name of a black dude? Oh, wow. Great um, question. It's not supposed to be exclusive. It's more like, hey, this is the name of white guys. Uh, it doesn't make so, any sense, Jay. Well, that's, you know what? It's really not meant to be too deep or explored. Like, today's was Scooter. Oh, boy. That's a white guy name. It's the name I of a white guy. I think what you're doing is douchebag name. Yeah, it's close. It's close. <laughs> All right. Well, I think my favorite was when you tweeted Peter and then actual J account was like, wow, relevant. <laughs> like, at the Bachelor <laughs> finale, and I'm like, what are you doing? So, that's so how I discovered it. Jay- Actual J account retweeted his own tweet from white guy names and said, wow, relevant, as if he hadn't been the one that sent it. The 
Yeah, that's how I discovered I, it. Because I'm like, what is this I, account? And I clicked on it and I looked at it and it had one follower man. and it only ever had like one or maybe two likes on any of the tweets and they were always Jay. And I sent him a Slack and I was like, is this you? Do you run I this? Didn't write wow. <laughs> I didn't write wow. You wrote something. Wrote oddly relevant. Oddly relevant. Oh, you're the one who wrote it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much because you're right. You didn't write wow. The thing that bothered me was that you wrote oddly because it isn't odd at all because you wrote it. Guys. Oddly relevant. This is so weird that I wrote this. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so back to back to waking up at 9.58. Yeah, I so really Jay, love that you this, can hide facial expressions. Wait, <laughs> hold on. I want to make sure that that's out on the so table. That's this really was big my, for me. This was my point about the 11 a.m. sushi where you were like, I wake up at 7 no matter what. I wake up at 7 no matter what. And I was like, but your job doesn't start until 10. So you don't have to wake up at 7. You could wake up at 8 or 8.30 or 9 and then just come to work. And you guys were like, but it doesn't. Everybody came down on me and said, no matter what, as an adult, you just wake up at this same time every day. So I would say from that logic, which was yelled at me from the Reddit, then this doesn't make any sense saying that you can wake up at 958 if you work at 10, because you guys don't adjust, like Ashley said, because she has a kid, you guys don't adjust the time you wake up to the time you go to work. You wake up when you wake up. Yeah, I think it's an, an internal clock thing. Like some people can't control it, you know? Right. It goes back. This, th- I put this in there because it changed for me now. Now that I work, well, that doesn't make home. any sense. This is exactly my. This was exactly my no. point with the sushi was that my we have a later work day because I insisted we work later in the day because that's when I function better. And so it was like everybody. And then I was hearing all these stories about our staff waking up at six and doing a bunch of stuff before they came in and feeling like the work day interrupts the middle of their day. And I was like, push back when you wake up. That's the point. But everyone's like, I can't, I can't. And now it's well, like, oh my God, we work from home. I can wake up whenever I want to. Because now I, because, because of the things we've previously discussed, time to exercise or like the fact that you have, can do hobbies during downtime, like those things are now scheduled differently. So I don't have to get up at seven because I don't have to go okay, to this exercise class sense. at eight. That makes sense. Okay. So now right. I can wake up at nine and then still get my exercise in and I don't have to worry about missing that thing and also being done really late. I, I basically, I think what we're learning is that a work, like a continuous work day, within a set of hours is like not the most efficient way to work. It's not. Yeah. I, I don't like think it going is to work and working until you're done working and then going home is actually not the most efficient way to get things done. You should like do work for an hour and then do a different thing and then do work for two hours and then do a different thing. It's like, they've done studies about it. I think it's like four hours is the max like efficient time that people, like I feel like J- Japan did a study on it. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, there's a really good book about it called deep work too. It's fascinating. It's, about, it's like, like getting into sometimes, a- sometimes when I get really anxious in this, uh, in this current situation that we're in, I think about like, it's so dumb. And if you wrote a think piece about it, the internet would light you up, but it is your brain wanders to these places. And one of the places mine wanders to is like, is this practice for how the world's going to be from now on? Like I've thought a bunch when I go to the gym, um, about like (laughs) the world and how it works and how we do things the way we do them, because that's how they've always been done. It's like, we don't reassess like, Oh, now with all the stuff we know, we should change it. Like one way I think about that is school. If you told me if this if school wasn't a concept and you told me today, you get every kid during their developmental years for what is it, seven, six hours a day, uh, from age whatever to age whatever, what things are you spending all your time teaching them? I don't think we'd be like biology and trigonometry. I think we'd be like computer programming and like right. accounting and like all of these real life, like you could teach kids like home ec being the first thing people cut when they cut their budgets at schools. 
And like, I don't even think they do home ec anymore. At least they didn't in my high school or they don't make you take it. Like that's actually why we all use Grubhub now. Like we stopped cooking when cooking is actually as a human, a vital skill as I'm learning stuck in my house with food. I don't know how to make taste good. Like (laughs) these are like, you should be teaching kids skills. So basically like this has made me think, are we now reassessing the fact that like leaving there's less value to leaving your house than there used to be. It used to be like, you stay home all the time. That's really unhealthy. And now it's like, actually I can have more healthy interactions with people I've been talking to more of my friends this week than I ever did before because I have time now. Like When they text me in the middle of the day, I'm not like, oh, my God, don't text me. I don't have time right now. I'm at work. Instead, I just respond to them. I have a conversation with them. And then we stop having that conversation and I go back to work. Like it's it is a weird thing to think that we're learning things about productivity that I mean, we'll probably just ignore and go back to the way we do things. And obviously, this only applies to certain types of jobs. If you're working in something that's very manual labor, you have to go to your workplace and do your job. But I still think there are lessons to be learned in that asking you to do that job nonstop for eight hours is not the best use of you, whereas giving you little breaks, which seem counterintuitive, are actually better for getting better work done. Yeah, totally. Agreed. So... Which one are we picking? Because neither of those are actually what we were talking about. It's if your workday starts at 10, you can wake up at 9.58 versus you don't have to guard your facial expressions. It's for me, I think we picked the waking up at 9.58, but that for you, it's facial it's, expressions. Yeah, it's not close for me. I, I think for me, it's also the waking up when you need to or like when you when your body wants to, to and still getting your work done. That, yeah, that the only hard me. thing, the, the flip side of that coin is it's hard to make yourself get up. If you're a person who let's just say your crippling anxiety keeps you up until four in the morning, scrolling through Twitter to see why Las Vegas airport is not letting any flights land uh, or like why Oprah is trending and what she's allegedly involved in. Um, If you are that kind of person and you go to bed at four and you are supposed to wake up at 10, it's very hard to get yourself to get up when you're like, I don't really have to I could do it from bed and then go back to sleep like it is it can be a struggle for those of us who aren't uh, mentally healthy (laughs) Mm. but I still think being able to sleep until right before you have to work is the best yeah it's been pretty good all right so that moves on because Ashley didn't say she didn't put up a yeah because you can't see my face (laughs) 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 well well done Oh, what a transition I didn't even mean to make. And our next matchup is snack access versus working from bed. Wow. Now, I will say snack access, while fantastic, is also the worst thing ever. It's a a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. As I said earlier, uh, I am constantly accessing my snacks. Um, it, I'm like trying to, I'm trying to, I have to relearn what hungry means. Like my brain is now like, yeah, I think I'm hungry. And it's like, no, you're not. You just want to be doing something that isn't this thing you have to do. So you're preparing yourself a snack. You are not hungry right now. If there was no food in my house and I could only order when it's hunger time, I would eat meals, but I'm constantly snacking now. And working from bed. Are you guys working from doing bed. that? Um, I would. I would be if I didn't have a person here with me. Mm. I haven't worked from bed in a really long time. And I just, I I don't think I can. When I used to work from home, I, I um, like when I was making YouTube videos, I would wake up 
and work from bed and it was really messing with me. And so then I made this rule that weirdly I stuck to, which is a thing I don't usually do, which was like first thing I did when I woke up in the mornings, because I was living in a studio apartment. I just had my bedroom and then I had like a futon couch that was very uncomfortable, but I would wake up in the morning, first thing, make my bed. And then I would like sit on my bed and do work. But like making your bed is huge Mm -hmm. because it's like you won't get snuggly. You don't lay down. You sit on it. You prop yourself up with your pillows, but you're not in it. It's different. So like if anybody's struggling with that, like I can't get out of bed. I can't do the Try making your bed. It really helps. I think in general, I like having my feet up. Like even at work, I try to find somewhere to like prop them up, like on our little like filing cabinets. And so being able to either either like sit on a chair at the table and have my feet on another chair or sit on the couch and have them up or sit on the bed and have them up and just my laptop on my lap feels so much nicer than having to like sit on a desk. Like having a blanket just is, oh, it's so nice. Well, let's not get into this other category that we have coming up later. Let's make this specific bed. Mm. Does anybody work, do you ever work from your bed, Ash? I, it, it's right now very hard for me to work. <laughs> um, so no, not really. I, I know. Snack access for me is, is great. I love it. My, uh, my quarantine partner at, at, so far has been leaving every day for a period of like, I don't know, from like one to six. So uh, it's, I haven't had to, but I think when we're both here, like I think next week that's going to stop. And so I think we're both going to be here and I've got a, a, I have two quote unquote bedrooms. One's technically an office because real estate language, there's no window. So you have to call it a home office. But what I use it as is the room where I put the mess. So like, it's just clothes all over the place. Uh, so essentially I have two rooms, the main room and then my bedroom. And so I think probably next week, one of us is going to make that their room and the other one will make the couch their room. Oh, like their so working probably- room, like their workspace. Yeah. Cause I think when we both have work to do and he can't leave to go do his work, we're going to have to do it. Yeah. We can't do it next to each other because we both talk a lot. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, it, it doesn't, it does. I don't know. I, I like working from bed. There are days where I'll do that. I write well in bed. I have this desk, in a bed desk. It's the literal opposite of a standing desk. It's so funny watching like work workplaces evolve to where it's like you have to have a standing desk. A, I've never used my standing desk. And B, I own a bed desk. It couldn't be more different. I like to lay down and use my bed desk. I feel like but- more bedtime in general is a plus. I mean, I know that this is the working from home bracket, but just in like, I feel like I've been in my bed a lot more than I usually would be. And that's like, even if it's just like, I get to lay there for an extra 20 minutes in the morning or whatever. And that time just turn on. I don't know if that counts for working from bed, but I do feel like that's a big positive. I also think like, uh, especially in a world where, I don't know, I think this is pretty universal. I don't know how much you guys can relate to it, but one of the things that's messing up our sleep patterns as Americans is we get in bed and we're on our phones. And there's a lot of people who have like a, a rule of like, if you just don't use your device, once you get in bed, you'll fall asleep a lot quicker. It's an adjustment period, but you'll get there. I think that's something I aspire to, but I'm never going to do. But I see that as like, that's probably the solution. I'm just being stubborn about it. So I think working from bed is probably bad. It's probably good to make that sleep place. Like go there and do sleep there mm-hmm. because you blur the line. Just like working from home when you get when it's not in a quarantine situation. Working from home, you start to think, well, I'm home. I have to do laundry. And then it's like, no, you're working. You're allowed to make those things separate. So like making 
work separate from bed is probably a smart thing to do. But that snack access, man, it can be dangerous. But it's also great. Like how often when we're at the office, they're like, oh, I just need like a little piece of chocolate or I just need That's something true. salty. That's true. And it's either like you have to leave and go down to the bodega to get something that takes time and you end up getting like a giant king size ice cream Snickers or like I've walked by and just like grabbed three M&Ms and then I go back to whatever I'm doing and it's like, Oh, that was perfect. That's all I needed. Yeah. Granted I do that probably 10 times a day, but like in general, it's probably not like even a whole bag, you know, it's just, you're chipping away at it. Okay. So let's move on. Um, I guess we move snack access on. Yeah. All right. Next one. We've only got two more. Thanks for staying with oh us. Uh, the next matchup is chipping away at chores. God, I keep transitioning without meaning to. Chipping away at chores versus having the TV on all day. Now, as I just said, chipping away at chores is fantastic. Um, but it's also this thing where you feel like before I would come home from work and look at all my laundry and be like, man, I got to get that done. But I had such a long day at work. I'm going to forgive myself and not do it or whatever. And the laundry didn't get done. Now I'm looking at it all day and I'm like, you really can't throw that laundry in. And it's just this guilty thing, you know, but at the same time, Katie, you really can't just throw that laundry in. So I have them. I've been throwing the laundry in. I'm getting a bunch of chores done because I'm home. Like I'm, my house is the cleanest it's been partially because you know, my boyfriend is here <laughs> and I don't want him to know just what a mess I am as a person. Um, I don't have TV on all day. Go ahead. I don't have any outstanding laundry. All of my laundry is clean and put away. It's like, I can't Whoa. remember the last time I have been in this scenario. Uh, genuinely. Whoa. Like yeah, it's, it's really, it's insane. Well, also the only thing is, and I think that we're all, we should just check our, privilege a little bit because a lot of people don't have washer dryers in their homes or in their buildings. And so for those people, it's That's just that specific chore. Yeah, that's true. But that must be really difficult at at a time like this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't even think about like laundromats and stuff. Yeah. Um, But for sure, chipping away chores is awesome. And like... That being said, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, that must be really hard to not have any clean clothes. And then I'm like, I've worn almost the same thing every day. Yeah. It's a lot of... <laughs> I've been home for like a week and a half, and I've worn two outfits. That's something Steve's been really good at. He's like, let's make sure we change our clothes every day. We wash that's our smart. clothes no, all the smart. time. Like, I I don't... I'm trying not to, like, just wear my pajamas all day, you know? Because that's so easy, and it's, oh, it's so great. I, why are you I'm not? My pants really, are just different from my pajama that, pants. That seems really interesting. Got it. Yeah. So, oh, I don't sleep with pants like, on. Oh. Yeah, as long as you're not in jeans. Jeans. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ashley, you hate jeans. Why are you no, putting on? No, I'm putting on sweats, like joggers. They're, again. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. And to me, I all can't right. have the TV on all day. It's like, it has to be a treat. So like, it's not for me. I have watched, I haven't even, I've started a movie, but I haven't gotten very far. So that's just, that's not an option for me. So for me, it's chores. I was going to say, I was going to say it's specific to us, but like we work in TV so, like, we actually – my TV access in terms of sports, not that that matters right now, uh, but my um, my TV access is actually better at work. Like, yeah. there will be uh, there will be soccer games I can't watch on TV or streaming that I can totally. watch at work because we get these channels that are insane. Right. Totally agree. Uh, 
and I would have that on all day. That's what I would have on too. It's like a lot of the sport in the background. Yeah. And now it's like there, it's hard to, there aren't a lot of things because I'm very ADD. There aren't a lot of things I can put on TV in the background that aren't sports. You know what I mean? If I were watching something else, it takes too much of my attention. Mm. Whereas sports, you can kind of just put on and leave right. them on. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. We don't have any of those. Right no, now. not really. No. I know. Seems like chores has it. Yeah, chores. No, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess looking at what I just said out loud, it does have it, but I like having the TV on as opposed to chipping away at chores. But I guess what I'm thinking of carries over into hobbies during downtime. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then our last one, uh, not having to commute Oof. versus moving from the desk to the couch to the desk to the couch. Wow. That's what you were talking about, Ashley, when you were like, I like to have my feet up, not necessarily my bed. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I think it's like a, it's sort of like going from a sitting desk to a standing desk, but like in your house, you have the ability to like change your location, which weirdly, especially if you work in something creative, can kind of put you in a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Where, I don't know. My, the way my weird brain works is like, oh yeah, when I sat on the couch, I came up with that idea. Or like, oh yeah. Sometimes if I take like a shower, I'm like, oh, I'm alone with my thoughts. I came up with a good idea in the shower. Like, I know I'm not a shower person, but there is something to like showering in the middle of the day to be like, all right, pause, let me reset and like yeah. go sit with what I've started to think. It's probably like running for you, Jay, where you're like, I have all these ideas in my head. Let me go do another activity while those ideas swim around and bounce against each other in my brain. And then I can come back and reapproach it from a different totally. perspective. Absolutely. Um, no commute is nice, it is but nice. Ashley, you must miss it. I, I mean, kind of just because it was a time like for me to have to myself. And I w- that's when I would listen to podcasts or, read on my phone or watch a show on my phone and I don't have that anymore. But in general, like that isn't depending on how long your commute is, that's time that you just get back. So like for most people, instead of listening to a podcast or watching a show while you're on your way to work, you can just get that 45 minutes, hour, 30 minutes, however long now to do whatever you want. Like it's just, you have the time back and you can spend it however you so choose. So I think, I also think it's a, yeah, sorry. It's like your work day is eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, whatever it is, plus whatever your commute is. And now if you're still putting in those eight, nine, 10 hours at home, you just get the commute time back. And that's a lot of options for most people who aren't in an apartment with um, a small child and several dogs. I also yeah. think it's saving you money. It is. I just it's thought about how many Ubers I was taking and how much money I was spending on those. Again, unpacking my privilege here, but like, that's what I spend most of my money on. And I'm not doing that now, which is like, I will notice that Next like right away. Bills, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing about the commute, just to tack on to Ashley's point is like the, the going to work commute is that like this is good time, get my mindset, podcast, whatever. Whereas like the coming home commute, when you're like, I'm exhausted and just want to be in my house. Like that, um, pe- not having to have that everybody. feeling. Where are really, your pants? Really I pooped in the potty. You pooped in the potty? Yeah! You okay? I peed in my teeth. You peed too? Oh my 
gosh, you are killing it. By the way, Austin crushing potty training in this corn. Hell yeah, Austin. Let's go, buddy. So this is the sport I need right now. Do you get ice cream? Is it pooped in the potty? Jay, you want to put money on it? Jay, you want to put money on him getting so it in the hot. toilet? Going pee-pee and poopy in the potty? I'm so proud of you. Right, the over-under over on poopies in the potty. I'm going to set it for next week. The over-under for poopies in the potty at five and a half. Okay. Uh, I feel like I have to take that bet, so <laughs> let's do you it. You take the over or the under? Uh Five and a half. I don't know how many what is, children. You well, I know. Today. Neither do I. So I'm going to take the under. <laughs> okay, you can have the under on five and, and a half. Poop, poopies or pee, poopies or poopies. No. no, just poopies. It's poopies. It's poopies in the potty. So five and a half. I'm going to take the under. You'll take the over. And is this a okay. Sunday through Saturday thing? How are we measuring this? Oh, I didn't know you were listening. Hi, oh, thanks of. for asking. Um, <laughs> so I think it's a Monday through Friday. Was I was thinking like in a work week? Okay. Oh, five? Wow. So oh, no, 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 that doesn't make sense. Five is too like, many. Five is too many. So let's do Sunday through Sunday through Saturday. Okay. Sunday through Saturday. I think how many poopies? This poopies in the potty. Yeah, this is he's, the pooping in the potty is just starting. So five is really ambitious. Katie, you have the okay. you have the better odds here. Okay. Do you want me to make it less? Do you want to make it three and a half? Let's see. We're, what's today? You set the line. I mean, you're the you're the casino. Well, today so is only Thursday, right? So by the time we get to Sunday, maybe he'll be doing it more consistently. Ashley, set the line. Three and a half, four and a half? I think mm, – let's – yeah, let's do four and a half. Okay, four and a half. I got the under. Jay has the over. Okay. Now the half, Ashley, because I know you expressed a little bit of confusion, <laughs> just so that there's no push. So that – I mean, he's going to push, hopefully. <laughs> and just so that there's no yeah, – it's I, like I you got, got four. You hit it on the nose. Yep, okay. I got it. So four and a half is the over under Sunday through Saturday. Jay, 20 bucks? Sure. Okay, wow. 20 bucks. All right, Austin, let's do this, bud. Let's go, Austin, but not <laughs> too much. Don't go too often. <laughs> let's on, go, bud. Austin, I need not one, Austin. I need one per day, guy. Let's get it. <laughs> also, somebody should call Dave Lozo. I bet he's desperate for action. <laughs> I think he's going to need to put some money on this. He's definitely going to need some money on this. All right. What were we talking uh, about? I feel great about that. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about commuting. <laughs> I was saying oh, yeah. like, coming yeah. home and just wanting to like be able to magically like be in your apartment because you have to sit and have to sit there for 45 minutes can be the worst. Yeah, but there is something nice to walking in the door at home and knowing that like it's over now. Whereas when you're working from home, that commute is gone. So that transition period between like I'm going to get ready for like I found in my commute, that's when I'm getting ready in my head for work. And then when I leave work because of the way our job is. The commute is where I'm decompressing. Like I'm leaving work, you know, it's yeah. like a process of like sitting in silence and like recapping the day, getting my, uh, like what I need for tomorrow ready in my head so that when I walk in the door of my house, I can be a disgusting person who doesn't leave the couch and plays video games all night long. Like mm. that transition period is missing now. Mm -hmm. well, so that's I think that's what the time. other activities are for. Like for me, that's what, you know, I, I will make a run that like, this is the end of the day. And then. Yeah. Come back, get that feeling. And I just, yeah, you're right. I got to establish, I got to establish myself more of a schedule. I guess a commute like forces you to have that in your schedule. Whereas it now does. it's all kind of on yourself of like, Oh, make sure you do something that signifies you're done working. Yeah, totally. And you know, if it's like have a beer or whatever, it's just like, those are the sorts of things that. But I think I'm going to pick moving from the desk to the couch. That to me is a big thing from for uh from for working from home because like we have one couch in our office but it's communal and somebody and might feels, be on it. 
and like working from there makes you feel weirdly antisocial. Like, yeah. if, like whenever someone, or like, even if you work from like, there are a couple offices that like sometimes are occupied. And even if you like go into one of those offices and work from there, everybody else in the team is like something wrong with them. Like what's going on? Why are they not sitting at their desk? Whereas like, it should be totally normal. Yeah. There really isn't, um, it, leaving your desk at work feels like you're, I don't know. It's weird. You have to, you're right. You have to like make the choice to do it and it's not helpful. And it's right by the door where people walk in. So it's like mm-hmm. hard to focus on anything. Totally. But here I can sit at the desk. I can sit at a couch. I can sit in my bed if I wanted to, even though we just said that I don't like I, you can really work from wherever you want in whatever position you want to work in, which I think is nice. Do any of you struggle to find the, like, do you feel like you're less comfortable than you would have expected that you are? Like you're constantly switching. Like, how do I hold my laptop properly? So it's not hot on my legs. Like, (laughs) how do I do this so that I'm not like, I'm moving around a lot. I have this like weird stack of thick books on my coffee table where I've been like putting my laptop up. So it's like at a higher level and it's, it's so bad. It's so weird. I'm so uncomfortable in my house. And when usually I'm like, this is so much, I'm so comfortable on this couch. I was fine, but now I bet I'm going to question everything. (laughs) Yeah. Am I the most comfortable? Should I cross my other leg? Should I do this? Should I put my elbows here? Yeah, I think it's because your brain is like, we're on the couch. This is supposed to be comfortable. You're looking for like the most perfect peak of comfort position instead of just being like, this is better than sitting at a desk at work. Totally. Your brain is like, no, this could be better than it's currently. Why don't you try putting that pillow underneath your knees and see if that helps? I'm also seated right now at uh, in my dining room table at a seat that I've literally never sat in before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my desk is covered in a bunch of stuff. I don't use it as a desk, but now there's like a a laptop-shaped hole cleared away so that I can sit there. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think even with all that being said, I think that's still better to me than not having a commute. I don't mind not having a commute. I mean, I don't mind having a commute. Oh, I really don't like commuting. And I have a nice commute, and it's still... Well, uh, Ashley happens to be very partial to taking a boat. It's like her favorite thing in the world. How are you coping with no boat? <laughs> um, well, the fear of going outside has made that a little easier to stomach. But I do think yes, it's, I think in a world for me where like, in general, if you said you could be more comfortable or you could have more time, I would always say, give me more time. But the commute forced me into like, doing something for myself. So now like with the time option, I'm never going to like pick something for myself over anything else. So I'm like, I've actually lost an opportunity to like be selfish in a way. You know what I mean? So like losing that commute has actually been a detriment for me. So I think I would pick being comfortable on the couch. Yeah, me too. All right, let's move that one on. All right. Um, all right, we're going to get to the next round oh uh, in a second, but today's pop- that's okay. The second, I think we found this with the TV one. You spend most of your time discussing each option in the first round, and then we'll just kind of fly through the next rounds. I hope, Maybe. uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by SeatGeek, which, oh boy. And so, uh, Ashley, I would like you to tell the people, uh, the service that sells you tickets for large events. <laughs> okay. So imagine... That you are all the people. I will, Gal Gadot. No, did you guys watch that? No. Oh my gosh. No, it's it so, so bad. 
Hard no it's, to that video. So like, how did anybody watch it and go, yeah, we did this? Don't and it's look also, it up. Look, <laughs> as a person who, who, who has to sing stuff at their job, like, you've got to pick a key. You can't just be like, yeah, sing it at whatever key you want. If you guys, I had to, no, oh, whatever, go ahead. I saw, wait, before you finish, I saw a tweet that was like, guys, we really need to start writing things because this is what happens when you let celebrities do stuff without a writing thing. <laughs> Okay, so Katie, imagine there are a lot of anxious people who are tuning into Skype to do a group meditation, and you are the meditation leader who are leading them virtually on a way to decompress. Oh boy! Well, people have always said I'm very calming. I have a very calming. <laughs> Constantly saying that. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. I'm gonna give us all a second to arrive. Now, make sure you're seated somewhere comfortably. I think it's best to have your feet on the ground with your back sitting up straight, but whatever feels comfortable for you is acceptable. We accept you here. (laughs) Do you ever feel like ticketing websites make getting to the event difficult on purpose? Breathe in and out as if it's they're so big they can get away with not caring about the customer experience. The real question, as we breathe in, is how easy could it be if those ticketing sites actually cared deep breath out? With millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee, SeatGeek proves there's a better way. Let your thoughts be like cars on the street passing by. You acknowledge them. But you don't pay any particular, okay, well, one beat, but you don't pay any particular attention to them. Search sports, live music, comedy, and more. SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. A quick look at the App Store shows over 50,000 five-star reviews. How's that? Or customer satisfaction. Block your left nostril with your finger <laughs> and breathe in for seven seconds, hold for seven seconds, and breathe out for seven seconds. That's actually my favorite one. It helps the most. Um, sorry, I'm, I went off book. It's a better process. SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web breathe out. Then it rates each deal on a scale of 1 to 10 and displays them breathe in on an interactive seat map. Hold. Green dots mean good deals. Red dots are overpriced. Breathe out. And every purchase is full. You got to breathe out slower. I hear some of you and you're breathing out very quickly. And the point is to sustain the breath leaving. And every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets with confidence. My God, breathe in or you're going to die. Here you go. Hold. I have the Seeky app on my phone, and it's by far the fastest breathe out and the easiest way to find tickets. In fact, I just used the app Breathe In to buy tickets to something that's going to be in a year from now because I'm not <laughs> going to leave my house. Don't laugh. Hold your breath. Now breathe out. SeatGeek will even give you $10 off Breathe In, your first SeatGeek purchase. All you need to do, breathe out, is use our promo code. 
Download the SeatGeek app Breathe In today and use promo code NOLAN for $10 off Breathe Out, your first purchase. That's promo code NOLAN for $10 off Breathe In on your first purchase. Hold and breathe out. I love you. (laughs) All done. Namaste. Namaste. Stay away from each other for (laughs) at least two weeks. Uh, Okay. It says final four. We're not even close. We got the Elite Eight. Jay, what's the Elite Eight? What's the first matchup? Eating lunch alone versus hobbies during downtime. Okay. Eating lunch alone versus hobbies during downtime. Um, I would pick hobbies during downtime because lunch, like I said, is not as good as it is. Oh, man, but then I just remembered the thing about the pier. Here's a thing that we didn't talk about last time when we discussed lunch. I don't know if you guys are feeling like like a rationing anxiety. I'm like, should I be eating this or should I be saving this? Is this too much? Like if that's boxed macaroni and cheese, that's something that like I could use two weeks from now, three weeks from now. I should be going for the stuff that can expire. Like I get like I get in my head every time I pick something to eat and it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I do feel that too. I've been like, I have a bunch of frozen things and I keep like not unfreezing them and going trying to go every four or five days to buy more fresh stuff because I'm like, at some point I might need the frozen right. things, so don't eat the frozen things. Right, but then uh, the only thing you want to eat, you look at that the frozen thing and you're like, I need to eat that right now. I, I know that it's frozen, but it's all that I want. <laughs> Even though I have this fresh chicken breast I could cook, I don't want that. I want those frozen chicken tenders. Right, I really want that. Pizza. Exactly. Um, it stresses yeah. me out. It is stressful, but I have to say, like, getting to choose that and like getting to pick. And like, even though we have seamless and all of the menus in the world, like getting to pick whatever you want to have it for lunch, whenever you want it at home wins out for me. I would also say that most of the time um, I am just worried about myself. So I'm like, I can eat whatever I want. And if I'm looking at something unhealthy or something healthy, like, Katie, you and I recently have been trying to like order healthy food at work. Like we've been doing a pretty good job. Now I, I can't like, I can't just binge eat carbs all the time because I'm like, oh, I have to get nutrition into my child. Like I can't just give him crap food all the time. And he was eating so well at the daycare that, you know, they prepare all of his meals and snacks that I just can't give him like hot dogs and mac and cheese and pasta and other fun things. I have to like named all my food groups. Exactly. I'm really like help my stomach get hungry. It's like cereal. Like like, I can't eat, like I can eat like an idiot. And that's one thing, but I have to like get my kid vegetables. And it just, again, is more stress. And like, it just, I don't know. The food stuff is like, causes more, more anxiety than it needs to. Yeah. I think hobbies during downtime are good because they're, they're breaking up our stress and keeping us sane. Whereas eating lunch alone immediately, the, like at the beginning of it is great. Um, but then the, the, after a couple weeks of this is like, oh, but we get, we're not doing quarantine. We're doing working from home. I keep trying to remind myself of that. But, like, I would just as easily not order lunch. I think the I think the bigger win is being able to do hobbies during downtime. Yeah. We could, theoretically, Jay, you could prepare your lunch and bring it every day. No, I know. But then I still have to, like, prepare it near 
a bunch of people like to get it ready if I want to heat something up. Like that sucks. But I can I can take a peg down on eating lunch alone because eating lunch alone then gets triggering if you are alone and you're always alone. So <laughs> Uh, on the other side of the coin, maybe you want to be eaten with other people, bud. Uh, so <laughs> hobbies during downtime sounds great. <laughs> All right. Hobbies during downtime moves on. The next matchup is, am I right that it's the mute button versus not having to get dressed or ready or do your hair? Makeup? That, that is the next matchup. Boy, that's tough. That's a tough one. To me, it's, it's not having to get ready. Um, the mute button is good. I feel like maybe really hits home like once a day maybe like i don't use it every day and like that's smart not having to get ready saves so much time i am so much more comfortable in sweatpants like it just it's probably better for like our faces not having to put on makeup or like do your hair you can just put it in a knot or a hat or anything you want it just it's like it saves so much it saves so much effort <laughs> like it's so it really much does. better and the only <laughs> The only downside that I feel a little bit bad about is that, like, uh, my boyfriend, I feel bad for my boyfriend. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I, I, I mean, he's never, God, he's never complained. He'd be out on the streets. <laughs> but, like, I, uh, I, now I'm just, every time he comes home, I'm just still in a, I got my hair on top of my head and I have no makeup on. And it's like, oh, it'd probably be nice every now and then to, like, oh, look at you. You look really lovely. What is, um, and he's, again, this is coming from me, not from him. He's not coming home like, oh, we didn't want to do our hair today because that would just be the end. But um, <laughs> I do feel a little bit of like, oh, I should probably like, you know, get myself right a couple. I don't know. I mean, you've, you've you have. You've been so. on TV. So like you're doing it intermittently. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's. It's definitely. Yeah. I think Ashley's point about the mute button not being an everyday occurrence is definitely makes it an easy choice. Like, but I imagine, I'm trying to think too of like making sure we're not just, cause obviously the three of us work together. So as much as we're all coming from a different experience, it's kind of the same experience. And a lot of people that listen to this podcast are coming from incredibly different experiences. I feel like the value of the mute button to people who have to have meetings all the time when they work from home is like, you can't overstate how valuable it is. Well, I know a lot of people who have to be on video all day oh that's oh, true yeah. yeah and they're all they like they're do the all, the mullet outfit where it's like business on top and yeah like they're all not they're all wearing sweatpants but they have like their fancy shirts right on, and they're all oh. sitting at their houses and like they don't get a mute button yeah or to, or to not have to get ready that's terrible or like if you have to go to the bathroom you have to be you have to slide out from the chair as opposed to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> In a time like this, that feels uh, that should be illegal. Like forcing your 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 remote employees to be on video should be absolutely illegal. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, I hate it's that so great. much. That's not fair. It's very rude. Your workplace is rude if they make you do. That. I also feel like I'm wearing a lot more clothes that I never got a chance to wear. Like right now, I'm wearing a shirt that has a sloth on it, but with like wool is doing the Wolverine pose with like really long claws. I'm like I couldn't wear that to work, you know. You should wear that. I mean, maybe I should expand. I can wear my classy. I can wear my classiest sweatshirt now, Jay, because I don't leave the house. I uh, I have told you before that you can wear that whenever you want, Katie. It's too bad I've already cut it up to use as toilet paper because we are in the end times. Uh, All right. So what moves on? Not having to get ready. Yeah. Okay. Not having to get ready moves on, but. The mute button just had a tough bracket, you know? Yeah, it had a tough road. It had a tough, tough road. Uh, next one is if your workday starts at 10, you can wake up at 9.58 versus snack sess. 
Wow. Man. Hmm. Man, oh man. See, okay, here's the thing for against snack access. You could, in theory, have a fully loaded snack locker at drawer, your a snack drawer at work. You one Jay, might call it. Like, have you have a snack drawer. It yeah. gets mauled. Yeah, but, no, but that's 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 a public snack drawer. I'm talking about a. I also snack have like a private snack drawer. Yeah, if you think Ashley and I are some of our own snacks <laughs> on the other side of that partition, uh, you're at your mind. But it's also you. No, how do you think I keep trying to move over there? I just it's it does feel like. That is something that you could do more. You could still do it if you weren't working. But it's not. So the the beauty about having snack access at home is like, you don't know if you're going to want something chocolate or if you're going to want a Swedish fish or if you're going to want a Cheez-It or if you want trail mix or if you want like a regular Lay's potato chip. Like you don't know what you're going to crave. Yes. Also, the other thing is that snacks are supposed to be at home. Like, buying snacks specifically to have at work means that you've got to like, that's when you're like, Oh, I need snacks so bad that I, it's like, you have to mentally acknowledge that you want to be surrounded by snacks all the time. Like, yeah, technically you could drink at work, but then you have to admit that you got a problem. You shouldn't be drinking at work. Like having snacks that you specifically buy to stock your desk when you have to have them also at your house. Cause that's where your kitchen is and where you live. Then you're like, Oh, I'm just a, I'm a, I got so a snacking problem. It's the public snack perception is what you're No, saying. it's it's just the it's the mental like I'm going to make a conscious decision to have snacks around me at all times is like, oh, snacking is supposed to be an absent minded like, is there a snack around? I'd love a snack. And if at work it's no, you don't get a snack. Not like, is there a snack around? Of course there is. I bought snacks so that I could have snacks at all the all the time. It's also I Whereas think there's kitchen, like when there's snacks in your kitchen, that's where snacks go. I think there's a like at least for some people, like you're trying to make a conscious effort to have healthy snacks on hand at work. So like I would bring pumpkin seeds, you know, people bring almonds, like people have things that this is healthy. I could snack on this for when I get hungry. PG has had a pack of almonds on his desk for like four years. Seriously. From the beginning of the I show. I more of those almonds than he has. Whereas when you're at home, also- you can range from like, okay, I'm going to get some grapes or I can. You could make a sandwich. You could toast bread and just mm. like, oh, I'm going to have toasted bread with peanut butter. Mm, Spread some Nutella on it. Or is that fruit? work? Then you've oh. got to do, then you're like trying to find a dish and then you're trying to decide if like, to, am I supposed to do that? Like, do I do this dish right now? Do I have to do all the dishes that are left next to the sink? These aren't my Does dishes. anybody have a knife? <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird, a weird thing. But I also think it should be stated. This is one of those, uh, one of the areas in which ESPN, our office specifically falls behind. Like, a lot of offices have fully stocked snack areas mm-hmm. or they have like snack areas that you can, you have to buy the snacks, but at least there's accessibility of snacks. We have to go down to the Fodega if we want a snack. Like there is no food in our office. They don't provide us with like, here's the chips area or like, here's a vending machine. Yeah. We don't have that. So we have this tiny little bodega, but there's no cat and they don't make sandwiches. So we call it a Fodega <laughs> that we can go down and like get a couple snacks um, but it's not, we, a lot of offices do have great snacks. I would say working in certain offices, I'm like, yo, this place has better snack game than I do. Cause you're not going to always want to have Funyuns, right? Because you're not always going to the gym, but if your office always has Funyuns stacked, stacked, stocked, then you can have a Funyun when you feel like it without having, you know what I mean? It's like, and you can have, a- have the mini bags too. So it's like, yeah. Hey, maybe I want to do a Funyuns and also a, like a barbecue. Chip. I just remembered I, I bought a whole them. big bag variety pack of those mini bags and i think i might have funyuns in my kitchen and i've never had them before what 
I think they might have. Do you right. have? Can you, you go to the gym? I was gonna say, do you have gym equipment? No, <laughs> I don't. Um, They're not gonna you know, taste did I tell you what uh, Kelly brought me back from you California? Did, yeah. Mm. <laughs> was it a, a, uh, bunch of, a bunch of uh, a weights? A bunch of barbells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she brought me back some. Uh, That's awesome. She brought me back some edible barbells. <laughs> wow. wow. I've yeah. never seen edible barbells before, but those sound great. Yeah. Uh, it was a journey. I went on a journey the other day. Cool. It's fine. A journey of lifting weight. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So what are we talking about? Waking up uh, right before your workday is supposed to start or snack access. Snack access. Um, I would pick waking up right before your workday is going to start because, A, I love to sleep. I need to sleep. And, B, uh, snack access is going to make me fat, which is going to make me worse at my job when I get back to it. I'm picking snacks. I wake up at the same time every day regardless of if it's a workday or not. Fair. Jay? I also am not a huge snack eater. And I love Sleeping. Yeah, because a baguette isn't really a snack, is it? No, it's a whole ass. Sort of like a commit. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, thank you for putting it that way. Uh, yeah, baguettes are. I'd see Jay. I would have said like, if you're at home, you get some brie, you spread it on a slightly warm baguette. That's a snack. That's like you can't have it work. It's like much more elite that's snacks true. at home. That is true, but if I'm eating that, then I gotta. It's just a whole mental process of like what foods getting eaten when not a big snack eater all right i think for me it's waking up waking up early you mean late yeah not having to wake up early got it all right so that moves on workday starts at 10 you can wake up at 9 15 must be nice uh last one chipping away at chores versus moving from the desk to the couch for me i think the couch is it's like awesome to be comfortable. I definitely like being comfortable, but the chores thing is like, oh, this was one of those burdens that is just like resting on your shoulders that you don't realize every time you walk past that giant thing of laundry causes you stress and like makes you feel guilty. And like now that it's not there, I feel so much lighter than yeah. I did before that like I didn't realize how much like not having a sink full of dishes, like going through that pile of mail, how yeah. much that would make me feel better until I was able yeah. to like take it off my plate. Like the doing of the chores obviously is not fun. No. Whereas, you know, all some of the other stuff on this list is fun, but it is kind of now the cops are coming for me. <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> kind of like, like get out of just, here, guys. Just close the cage, Jay. Just make sure it's locked. <laughs> uh, but like it it is sort of like Thank you so much. I feel safer. Uh, or I'm outside of it. I'm not really sure. Um, but chipping away at chores is like, it lets you consolidate into the quote unquote work day, all of the work mm. so that you can not like, cause before you'd go to work, then you'd come home and be like, I have to do these chores, but that's not fair to me. I've worked all day. I don't want to keep working. Yeah. And now it's like, I can do those that work while I'm in my work time. And then when it's over, I don't have to feel guilty about not doing chores right now because work is over. That's a good, really so good I think point. chipping away at chores, I think chipping away at chores moves on. I'm in. Okay, cool. Wow. So here we are in the final four. Jay, what are our matchups? Ashley, honestly, it hurts. That wasn't me. We have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, really? No, she's lying. 
She's hiding her facial expression. <laughs> it's a lot easier to lie when you can't see my face. Yeah, yeah wait, did facial expressions move on? Because I meant to say, like, I miss your facial expressions. Even when it's eye rolls, it's not, I miss No, them. you weirdos picked waking up whenever instead of facial Hell expressions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's our what's our first matchup of the final four, Jay? Hobbies during downtime versus you don't have to get dressed, ready, or hair and makeup. Oh, my God. Oh, God. This is just my life in a sentence. If you just <laughs> say, combine those two things together, it's everything about me. This would, for me, if I had my druthers, which I don't, this would be the finals. My druthers. Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> you know so you, well are you, you not have your druthers. Yeah. Are you, taking, uh, are you taking issue with the seating is what you're saying? <laughs> After you went on a big rant about taking issue with the seating? Um... I personally would pick not having to get ready because it'll like a hobby, like adding something in is like, I may not have time for it. Like I haven't done any hobbies <laughs> since I've been working from home uh, for the last couple of days, but I haven't had to get ready. So like a hobby is like a, it's a good thing. It's an added bonus. Whereas like when you can take something off of my plate, I like that mm. better. So right. it's eliminating the thing rather than like, like. One of those gives you more time and the other one requires more time. Yeah. It's like do. you're either taking a bad thing away or you're adding a good thing. And like no so, matter what, not taking this bad thing away is done every day. I don't have to worry about it. But like the good thing, if I have time to add it, it's like, great. But if I don't, I'd still rather have this bad thing taken away. Mm. I agree. I'm already, I'm already changing my mind. (laughs) Well, no, well, this one's hard for me because I do, if I'm going to, as we get more used to the situation uh, and I'm going to be doing more stuff on camera, I still am going to have to get ready. So it's like working from home for me, I can never really not. But I'm trying to think, again, not in the quarantine situation, just in a working from home situation on days when like sometimes we'll do days where all I have to do is write the monologue. So you'll be like, just stay home and write it from your house. And I love that I don't have to get dressed, get ready, especially because so much of my job is the part that I hate, which is like, what do I look like? It's so dumb. And so the days when that's not even something I have to think about even a little bit uh, is fantastic it's like a huge weight off of my shoulders mm-hmm. but hobbies during downtime is also fun but I, it also brings guilt for me because i'm an anxious person so there's still like while i'm doing the things i like to do i have i'm bad at time management shocking i know um but then my brain is like i'm doing them but i'm still feeling bad about doing them and then i'll do them longer than i should and i'll feel awful about it and i'll be mad at myself for it but like i could just stop but i still don't so like it does kind of add into my life more management and i don't have any skills of managing myself Mm. whereas like not having to do like you were kind of saying ash not having to do something i can do that that's not management that's like the lack of management and i i embrace that jay I, I really love. I feel like your microphone has gotten worse throughout the podcast. Really? There you are. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I was. I was seated a little. Fr- I've been moving around. I just can't get comfortable from the desk from. to the couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that I can prioritize what I need mentally in terms of like taking space to walk away from something, let it marinate, is really, I think, made me a better thinker and makes my job makes me better at my job so i'm i lean toward hobbies during downtime because at the end of the day like i also feel like if i don't take a shower and get ready in the morning then i am like still asleep and there's and so like i mean i'm in like 
comfy pants and stuff now, but like I had to get ready this morning so that I could be ready for work because I don't have what you were talking about earlier, Katie, like a commute or something, some time to get mentally prepared. I think a lot of men feel that way. Like they just jump in the shower to like wake themselves up. And I think for women, it's a whole different process. It's like, there's so much that goes with taking a shower. And then because if I jump in the shower and then I don't do like my skincare routine, then my skin's going to be dry. And then I'm like, Oh, now I'm behind on that. It's like doing it. Taking a shower is like rolling a ball down a hill. And then I can't stop it until the ball gets to the bottom of the hill. And an hour has Mm -hmm. passed. Totally. I, I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from. I, I don't have to deal with that like that. But for me, it's just like, in general, it's easier. So I... Yes, as a man, in general, it's easier. <laughs> that is the statement. You're I'm right. Saying, You're I'm not wrong. That. We're just yeah. asking you to acknowledge your privilege. I acknowledge your opinions. Wow. And, wow. And, my, and my full privilege. I was trying to make a 60% joke, but it wouldn't come in time. So... I agree with you. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, I, he's just panicking now. <laughs> somebody please say something. <laughs> so you're taking hobbies. I'm taking hobbies, but I think we should advance the other one. Oh man, this is tough. Yeah, I think not having to get ready and having to look presentable. I mean, should we take into account people that have to be on video conference? Yeah, but they also probably don't get space for hobbies. I was thinking about that because it's like if you're on video all day, you can't be like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go play." Yeah, right that's a good point. <laughs> At least they get yeah. they only have to do the top half getting ready. Yeah, but there is something to the getting dressed and ready, getting you in the mindset that it's work time. I've seen people say like, "Don't work in your sweatpants." Another thing, and I just thought about this as I said the word sweatpants. My mom told me in college it didn't work. I didn't listen, but she told me wear pants, wear jeans, because otherwise you won't notice when you start to gain a ton of weight. Huh. And it was like, it's the, it's the hack. It's the life hack to not gaining the freshman 15. Uh, again, I didn't follow it. I wore sweatpants. I was like, oh, I can go to class in sweatpants. And no one's going to say anything. This is so amazing. And then I put, tried to put on jeans. It was like, uh-oh. Uh, so there like is something to the like maintaining normalcy by getting dressed and changing into regular clothes. I've seen people say it makes them more productive. So maybe we're just being lazy and people who work from home all the time are like, oh, that's going to bite you in the ass. You'll learn that lesson. I don't know. I feel like I... Like in the morning when I have to get dressed and I'm like, okay, I got to put clothes on. I've got 10 minutes. I like open the door to my closet and I'm just like, oh, what? Okay. I got to find a thing. This has to match with this. Are these clean? Like, is it, when did I wear and this? Then you, and then you have the added thing. I know this is something you and I have talked about, Ash. You have the added thing of like, oh man, I I said I was going to start really trying to put outfits mm-hmm. together and I'm doing good for two days, but today something went wrong and now I can't. I have to keep trying, but I don't have time right now. And it like takes this whole mental. It's, it's seriously, thing. it's like trying to like being able to just put on whatever, like open a drawer and be like, here's the thing. And I'm going to wear it with yeah, other drawers. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt and yeah, I'm wearing a shirt and pants right now that do not yeah, match. And it doesn't, and it doesn't matter. matter. Like they're both comfortable and they, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's That's like also different for me. Cause I also, I still need to do that. Like, even though I'm in comfy stuff, I still had to put like, your turtlenecks on. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a turtleneck on. I mean, She's like, I'm still not wearing stripes and plaid. Like, I'm yeah. not an insane person. No, I'm wearing like black joggers with a black hoodie. I wouldn't be wearing like blue Fashion hoodie icon, with, like, J-Wolf. Black. I don't know. Who knows? I can't get into the details right now, but you guys Right. It's very complicated, your fashion. Yeah, my fashion is it's important to me. It's, you know, 
That's how I live. I'm just thinking in terms of if the end of this bracket, we say the best thing about working from home is, and we finish that sentence with either of these, which one makes them more sense? The best thing about working from home is being able to do your hobbies during downtime, or the best thing about working from home is that you don't have to get dressed. I think it's the second one. I think they both make a ton of sense, but not for me, it's not having to get dressed. Yeah, because when you have kids and you have other stuff to do, you really don't have time to do your hobbies. Right. It's just an added stress on you. I'm going to get there eventually. Yeah, sure. But every day I don't have to get dressed is a blessing. Yeah, I think not having to get dressed and ready moves on. Next matchup. If your workday starts at 10 a.m., you can wake up at 9.58 a.m. versus chipping away at chores. Wow. Man. I'm really – it's silly because, obviously, if you eliminate hobbies, which are the fun thing you can do, and you then move chores on later, it's like those couldn't be more opposite. But in the big picture of things, you're like mental – Let's talk a little bit about – chores because there's only a couple of passive chores you're far away again jay there's only a couple of passive chores hey welcome back hey sorry (laughs) like and so that's what i was going to ask is like okay so laundry is an obvious one and if you have a laundry machine then that's like a huge boon and you can do that while you're working except for if you're doing a podcast um but like other than that dishes dishes vacuuming i could do i can do a quick vac i'm like okay i'm gonna vacuum this carpet do some work vacuum that carpet do some work uh putting clothes away reorganizing drawers going through mail Um, those are more like wiping counters it's the same way you're like it's the same way you're gonna like okay i'll take an hour and do red dead you're like okay i'll take an hour and do these take the trash out well right okay Okay. That one's still annoying to me because actually not leaving my house because I live on the fifth floor, like not leaving is keeping me from bringing my trash out. Oh, yeah. I have to consciously, consciously now I have to take my trash, walk it, go downstairs. Like normally I would do that on my way out the door. I'll just grab the trash. And now I'm not. So it's like, ugh, that's actually getting more annoying. That makes sense. You could put it on your your, your buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. My pal has been taking out the trash. Honest, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so chipping away towards versus waking up right before. I work. think you guys are both very lucky in that you can wake up right before work. I think most people, whether they have other responsibility, if it's a pet or a kid or an internal alarm clock, don't have that luxury. Yeah, I also will say um, opposite of that. I I am I was just gonna say I am sleeping with meaning like literally going to sleep with and waking up with a person who has whose job is mostly night. So like he doesn't have to wake up for anything. So for me, it's like the worst possible. Like you guys already are like, wow, you wake up so late, and now I'm the one that's like, well, I have to be. I have a phone call at noon. he's like so "So we gotta wake up and i'm like no i'll get up and get out of bed and like that's one of the things that's weird for working from home again this is kind of unique to the quarantine situation but like if you're both working from home and you're one of you has to wake up at one time and one of you doesn't like i don't it's a weird thing about me i don't like getting out of bed and leaving somebody in bed like i like getting up together i think that makes sense for me like how like him getting up makes me get up. Like when he has to get up for an early flight, I'll just wake up. And that's why you guys sometimes come to work and I'm there already because I'm like, I don't want to stay in bed. So confusing. 
I know it throws us all Actually, off, but I don't know. It's- I think I disagree. <laughs> like when Steve gets up to take the dogs out, if Austin's still asleep, I like roll over. I spread out. I luxuriate. Oh, yeah. I know. And that makes me like on paper, if you ask me, that's what I would say I like. But uh, it's a weird thing. I'm just currently in this moment realizing has always been true about me that when somebody wakes up, like if I wake up in bed, and I went to sleep with someone and then I wake up and they're not there. They just got up and went into the other room and started their day. I'm like offended. I'm like, why didn't you let me know you were getting up? Like I, I oh, thought we that, were going to. I mean, for me, that would be sometimes like if I needed to like watch a game or play a video game or something like that, like that other person's sleeping time is like prime candidate for that. If it's like a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I know. I'm realizing I'm, you can hear it in my voice. I'm working through how weird <laughs> this is, but I do get bummed out when I wake up. I'm like, oh, you just got up. And they're like, yeah, you were sleeping peacefully. I wanted to let you sleep. I'm like, no, let me know you're going to start the day. It's daytime. We're, we're, we're a team. Scott, I'm weird. No, that's not weird. It's that's cute. Funny. Yeah. No, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. Okay, fine. You're weird. Uh, uh, so what are we picking? I think it's so weird. I hate doing chores, but I think I would pick that because Ashley makes a good point. And I, again, the subreddit will be, I can just picture <laughs> them screaming about us wanting to sleep till 9.15. There's no one else can do it. <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, why don't you guys just sleep until when work starts? And everyone else was like, you're being a weirdo. And I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just a thing. But I guess it's not a thing. So let's go ahead and say that chipping away at chores moves on. And don't yell at me about it in the subreddit. I don't check anymore. <laughs> okay. Final wow. two. Am I allowed to do a drum roll? Having to get or... dressed or ready? What? I mean, no, it hurts. I'm if you can do it in a way that sounds okay, nice. Ready? Let's say final two again. Do it on your chest. Uh, okay, the final two are. Ow. That's not that bad. Oh, do you? Better. Are you naked? Are you naked? No, I told you I'm wearing a sloth Wolverine shirt. I just wanted to do it loud enough to be able to hear, and I hit myself really hard. It sounded like it sounded like skin to skin. I don't know. It's a, it's a thin T-shirt. Okay. okay well, uh, not having to get ready versus chipping away at chores. God, I never would have thought chores made it this far. Me neither, and I feel really bad. Like if it, if if people man, do man. what they always do, which is just hearing what wins and yelling about it, like I would be mad if chipping away at chores won because, like, what a dumb, <laughs> what a dumb thing to win. The best thing about working from home is you can do other work. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> I think it's just because, like, I don't do that. I don't do. I think there might be people out there who are good at chipping away at chores, like normal folk. They come home from work and they do their chores. I just don't and so like it is helpful to me to have those things getting done and oh man it can't win though <laughs> uh, also the word ch- the word chipping in the winner is i don't i, I don't think i could stand for it why it just you're like, the one who phrased these you could have just said doing chores you wrote chipping away at no i wrote that it. oh oh i just I don't know. Because I, I, hold on, because I, I think that is an important distinction. It's like doing chores is like, ugh, when you're like, okay, it's Saturday, I have to do all this stuff. I'm going to do these chores. It becomes this whole big thing. Whereas it feels like so much less of a drag if you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this really quick, and you do it, and you get it done, and then you move on to something else. It's not this huge, massive time suck that makes you depressed and annoyed because you just do it really quick, and then you're done with it. And it's like, it's like less of a burden. But there is also, I was saying this before, and I kind of lost track of it, but when I was working from home and I did have like pressing stuff to do, being surrounded by my chores added anxiety to my Mm -hmm. plate. It made me like, 
oh man, I'm home now. And there's that, again, we keep saying laundry and I know Jay, you made the great point that not everybody can do their own laundry at their house, but like just looking at how dusty stuff was and being like, oh, I'm home. I should be dusting that. And it's like, no, you shouldn't. You need to be focusing on your work. And that could just be because work for me a lot of the time is like sitting and thinking or like Mm -hmm. looking at a thing and thinking about how to phrase it or like looking at a headline and thinking of a punchline. So like it's, if your brain can't focus, if you're surrounded by a bunch of like, Oh, go do this. Oh, you should really be doing this. When you reach a mental stop where you're like, I can't think of a joke. Your brain goes, then go dust the table instead of being like, no, no, just stay focused, work through the frustration and find the answer. Um, So like chores getting done is great, but they also can interrupt or burden you and make you feel like you should be doing them when it's like, no, technically you would be at work right now, unable to do them. So it's also okay to not do them. Yeah. I agree with that. I've been, there's like in my own home now, there are like things that I've said, Oh, you're at home. You can get that done that I still haven't done. And it causes anxiety because it's like, just do it. But I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't want to right now. I want to work. I want to focus. Or I want to do something else. I think we have to give it to not having to get dressed or ready. I, agree. I mean, I think that's the most beautiful gift that I've received since we've been doing this. Especially, I mean, especially just, this is like a, not to get like super woke in the end of a podcast, but like the burden on women of having to like constantly worry about your presentation, especially in the office for people to take you seriously. And then there's that line between, do you look, you got to look good, but you can't look too good or then people won't take you seriously. Or like, you got to put on makeup, but you can't put on too much makeup because then people won't take you seriously. It's like this weird line that we, don't really acknowledge that much that we consciously all, I mean, like subconsciously all have to walk that I just think like Jay hearing you talk about it and being like, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I complete, I know you're being genuine, but I think the thing that feels like such a weight off of our shoulders is because we're not always thinking about how we have to look at like, well, this shirt's a going out shirt and this is a work shirt because the neckline is a little bit too low for work or like, th- you know what I mean? Like we have nice clothes for when we're out and nice clothes for when we're at work and they cannot be the same thing because there's just this tiny little yeah. area that's accepted that we have to try to fit into in every aspect of how we look. That's like, it is so freeing to be like, no, I'm a garbage mole who <laughs> is going to sit on my couch and like be gross and it's okay because I can focus more on not like what my face looks like, but what my, what work I'm putting out. It's also like when you, and I know not everybody goes through this because a lot of people, you know, drive to work, but like if you're going outside to get to work as well, you've got so many things to factor in to what you're going to wear that day. It's like, is it going to rain? Is it cold? Is it windy? Now all of those things affect my shoes, my pants, which jacket I wear. If I need a jacket, how I'm doing my hair, do I need sunglasses? Do I need chapstick? And then like, when I get to the office, it may be 95 degrees outside, but when I get to the office, the oh, air conditioning is so going cold. to be blasting 40 degree temperatures. So I need yeah. to drive a layer so that I don't get sick because I was just sweating and now I'm freezing and my sweat has frozen and given me hypothermia. Like there's so many things to take into consideration. Oh, did I forget an umbrella? Oh crap. Is that a raincoat or is this heavy enough for my winter coat? Should I, do I need gloves today? Do I need to wear a hat? If I wear like a beanie, what am I going to do with my hair? Do I need to put dry shampoo in? Because I Can it. I save it until tomorrow? Like all of these things every morning, every morning you're faced with. And it's like, I can't, I don't have to literally don't have to think about it. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's real great. 
So I think that wins. Yeah. I feel great about that. Working from home is so awesome. And look at all these awesome things about it. And well, the best one is that we don't have to get ready, but man, what a great time we're living in right now with this ability to, to do this, which is work from home, which is awesome. And we love it. What was that? Before we, I think we have, I'm just trying to take off. The other thing about doing a podcast for as long as we do them, um, A, the good thing is that we we have no hard out, like we could keep going, but B, like six very devastating things have come through on my phone since we've started doing this. And I'm like, oh God, I once this is over, I have to get right back into all this other stuff that I have to I know, do. I can hear Austin crying uh, in the, the other room. the world being on fire. Yeah. And just the world being on fire. Also, we just, two things. One thing that came through on my phone, I just want to acknowledge that really bummed me out just now is I just got the calendar notification reminder that Mariah was going to be at the show yeah. this week. Um, so shout out to Mariah, super fan Mariah, who if you, you know, we talk about her a lot. She was supposed to come on Always Late or come to Always Late this week. And obviously we don't have it. So uh, it's a bummer. Is it Thursday? It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, it also bummed me out last night because I watched AEW Dynamite and Orange Cassidy was on it. And I was like, oh, he would have been on our show tomorrow, which is a real bummer. But it is what it is. We're all doing what we can and everything's going to be great. But shout out to Mariah. We're sorry that we missed you. And hopefully you can come yeah. to a show soon. He um, also just got and the a, other are you, sorry, go ahead. Notif- yes. Oh, is it the yeah. same thing? We also just got confirmation that we do not have a show next week either. Um, ooh, ooh. I don't like. I don't want to say it sucks, but it makes. Yeah. But sense. it's also like you know, it's. I think it's across ESPN. Like a lot of the studio shows are not coming yeah. back, so we're just we're trying to figure stuff out. I know we've been, like I said, highly questionable. Puts out little things. It's a lot of people are like, why can't you guys do this more often? It's weirdly hard to figure out. Um, you know, computers and all the connectivity stuff and people are working on it. People that understand it better than we do are working on it. But until then we can continue. We're going to make you guys a podcast. Uh, and, and we're going to keep, it's going to be fine. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Before we get to a fine, I think we have time for one more voicemail. Uh, but before we get to that, today's podcast is also brought to you by quip. Uh, singing last week was uncomfortable for me. Do we have to do it again? Uh, I think we should try it. I think I picked a really good song. So, Okay, uh, what is it? Uh, in an effort to really uplift everyone, I think we should sing Party in the USA. Oh, God. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Hello. I hope that uh, your shit. Never mind. I feel like we did this. Oh, I, I asked Jay if we did, and he no. said no. members of the clip. I started. I was, I was just... I, was I feel like maybe we started. did. I think we did it. I hope he walks back in, your buddy, while no. you're singing. <laughs> no, he's uh, not here and not going to be home. Uh, he could walk in at any moment. Okay. Here we go. Is that Steve? Also, yeah. I don't know Steve. what's happening in the other room. Were you going to say something, Katie? No. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I hate it's so quiet in this apartment building, and then it's just this is going to be me singing. Okay. Clip makers love the clip electric toothbrush. Want you to know the one single discovery that makes most matters most for your dental care. It is simply this that if you have good habits, you are good. Then brushing for two minutes. Twice a day and plus regularly. 
I already forget how this goes. I think you're behind anyway. Quit makes it that simple. Quit makes it that simple. Quit makes it that simple. Starting with a toothbrush and it's electric. We fill over plugs. An anti-cavity. Toothpaste like yeah. Quit's electric. Sensitive sonic vibrations with the golden timer and 30 second pulses to guide a full and even clean with a quip toothbrush. The quip fluff dispenser comes with green mark string to help you use just enough. Huh? That's quip delivers fresh brush head floss and toothpaste. Refills to your door every three months with free each shipping. So your routine is always right. Charge <laughs> every three million seven thousand. Get quit today, spend a twenty-five dollars. And if you fall, get quit.com slash no way right now. You'll drag your first refill free. That's your first refill for free at getquit.com slash no way. I'm gonna spell it now. G-E-C-G-Y-P dot com slash Nolan, yeah, it's at quit.com slash Nolan, go to that website now, quit, the good habits company, I'm about to get evicted from the very quiet apartment building, okay, that's it, I do think we've done that one before, I definitely think we've done too, sorry everybody, that's okay. You know Sorry, what? People make mistakes. Can we do a voicemail? Yes, we can. Cool. Oh, oh. Ashley and Jay. Um, so loud. Oh, I'd have to just start the voicemail over. So, oh, I'm sorry, oh, right Jay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. Um, this is Sophie calling. I'm Salt Lake City, but I um, am currently calling from Walden, Mass. Um, I kind of rough day today, so I did the only really logical thing, um, and I rewatched. Oh my god, it's an audio medium. I (laughs) rewatched the episode of the pod, which is my favorite because obviously. (laughs) Um, And so my question for you guys is: What's your favorite thing to do to cheer yourself up when you've had a bad day? Um, Let me know. Um, Love you, mean it. Bye. First of all. Thank you for your question, Sophie. Love you, mean it. Uh, my favorite thing about that voicemail was the genuine realization <laughs> in her voice when she made the mistake that we often make. Because when you hear us make it, it sounds so dumb. It's like, duh, you guys, you're, it's an audio medium. But it's just so weird. You just say it, and then you're like, oh, my God. Like, that was her being like, oh, my God, I did the dumb thing. <laughs> Sophie, I can totally relate. Uh, so what is the thing you do to cheer yourself up when you've had a bad day? Um, Man. It's tough because this question is, how do you take care of yourself? And I know at least two of us, pretty much three, do a very bad job of taking care of ourselves. Uh, I think to cheer me up when I've had a bad day would probably be, if I'm being honest, like uh, I was just going to say while I'm in the shower listening to music and singing at the top of my lungs, but then that's like the shower part is not something I do to cheer myself up when I'm having a bad Mine's day. Mine's very food and beverage related. And I, Have a drink and eat like ice yeah, cream. I was <laughs> I was going to say play video games, but then I'm like, but when I'm, I do that most days, you know, Um, I'm trying to think of what my actual special treat for myself is. And I don't think I treat myself that much. Yeah. Jay, what's yours? If I make, I mean, I like to make like a really nice cocktail or if I'm allowed to leave my house, I go out and get a nice cocktail. I like to do that. Um, 
And just like taking a second, not looking at your phone for like five minutes is also a treat that I do. Like if I just am like seated, yeah, that's true. have a good drink in my hand and just like breathe. That can often be like the nice. What do you do to treat you yourself? Breathe. Yeah, like, literally, because, like, we are moving so nonstop. Um, yeah, also, on that phone thing, especially in these current times, what I can't recommend enough is, like, genuinely stop looking at Twitter. Like, Twitter has become – it's like you were at a party with, like, your friends. And it's pretty small, but it's, you know, lots of friends. And you're having so much fun. And then somebody found out about the party, and the whole town shows up. And you're like, this isn't as fun any anymore, but you just stay at the party. It's like, just leave the party. Yeah. Like right now, I was on Twitter the other day, tweeted one thing, one thing that I, look, I've been on Twitter for a long time and I can, I have a pretty good sense of when something is going to piss people off or be the thing they respond to a lot. And I said, I tweeted one thing and it got like attacked. People were like, tell me I was insensitive People were like, people were misunderstanding what I meant. Like, it just was this big, all I said was like, I didn't know people genuinely liked going to bars because people were like going out when we were being told not to. And it was genuinely me being like, wow, people like it so much. They do it in defiance of orders to stay home. I thought we were all just doing it because it's the only thing to do. And you feel guilty not going out because everybody's out. But when no one's out, there are people who like it so much, they go do it. That's crazy to me. Mm. But People were like, there are people's lives who depend on the bar industry. Why would you be so ignorant? Somebody else was like, here's a video of you from a bar. So I guess you don't like going to bars, you hypocrite. And I was like, oh my, I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then after that, I realized like, all right, back to not looking at this website because right now everyone is so anxious and they're so on edge. And the only place to like the town square is now. It's always, I mean, Twitter's been kind of like that. It's now the only one we have, or like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Social media is where people are going now to like yeah. interact with other people. So there's like a, an influx of people there. I don't have the numbers to back that up, but I bet if you did, they would support this. And then they're just, everyone's kind of looking for something to bounce up against or like express their opinion about. And everyone's kind of yelling at each other. Totally. And also, if you're not, even if you're not speaking, there's just a, you can find bad all over that website right now. If you want to like make yourself feel better, sometimes we seek out things that are like, what's the worst case scenario? Just so we feel prepared. But you don't think about putting all those worst case scenarios in your brain are actually keeping you from being okay. Like they're, they might be making you think, okay, at least I won't be blindsided. But you're also overwhelming yourself with bad possible outcomes that might not happen or might happen, but like you're not actually helping yourself. So like, I know this isn't the question that you asked, Sophie, but I do want to make sure we tell the people to listen to this podcast. It's okay to just not on social media. And maybe it's, I'm just saying it out loud so that I can hear it because I need to hear it. Because as a public person who's now stuck inside, you can feel this responsibility to like, well, I got to tweet. I got to interact. I can't just disappear. But like, I've had to because it's very stressful managing that and managing like just being okay, like your own anxiety and that so like take a break if you have to and like allow yourself that mm -hmm. um, i saw somebody recommend also, like setting aside time for the news like it's i think a lot of people's yeah, instincts to like just constantly refresh and keep looking for updates and keep looking for updates but like if you say okay for like 30 minutes at this time in the morning and 30 minutes at this time at night i'm gonna like see if there are 
updates that are like applicable to me or like things you should know. Like for instance, there's now tests being done that like ibuprofen, like so Advil, like could potentially make symptoms worse with this. So like if you have symptoms, take Tylenol or aspirin, don't take ibuprofen. Like that's important for people to know. But like if you spend your entire day just refreshing, 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 like you're never going to get out of that darkness. So like get a check enough to like make sure you're informed, but not so much that it's just constant panic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to say too, like that news app that we all have on our phones that like sends us terrible headlines every 25 minutes, you could turn that off. And that helps a lot because like even during this podcast, I got one that was like really dark and I like looked at my phone for one second to see the the notification was just like, oh, cool. Great. More of that. So turn Mm. it off if you need to and look away if you need to. It's okay. So, yeah, I mean, that again, Sophie, we kind of took your question and ran in a different direction with it. Whiskey uh, and chocolate. I do think <laughs> whiskey, uh, chocolate, you know, all in moderation except the chocolate. Or the um, whiskey. And the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I think by, when I'm having a rough day, just like giving myself permission is my thing. I know that's not specific, but when I'm just like, I want to cry. Okay, do it. Or like, I want to watch TV. Do it. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to turn my phone off do it. Like when I'm having a rough day, my treat is like giving myself permission, which is kind of what you're doing. You're like, I want to listen to this thing that cheers me up. Um, music too. Like I have songs that make me feel happier that like, I don't know when I was growing up, my mom was always like, you're sad all the time because you listen to sad music. And I was like, you're an idiot. That's not how it works. She kind of has a point. Don't tell her I said that. But if you listen to like happy music, like it, even if it's just on passively in the background, it just sort of helps a little bit. Same way the they other, say, like, if you smile, it makes you happy. Like, it's a weird chemical thing. On the other hand, if you listen to some really good emo music and you scream along with it, that kind oh, of yeah, 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 for sure. Cathartic. For sure. But I know sometimes when I get really sad and I just listen to all these sad songs, I'm like, I'm compounding my sadness on itself. It's good for a point. It's good to get you to like let it out. But then you've got to switch and just be like surround yourself with a bunch of happiness to get you to be like, everything's fine. Totally. So anyway, that's a dumb answer to a very good question. But I give myself permission to give you a dumb answer. (laughs) Uh, Folks, four hours later, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Ritual, Simply Safe, SeatGeek, and Quip. And shout out to Stupidity with Stugatz. It's a crazy time right now, and Stugatz will certainly distract you from real life. Uh, Get that wherever you get your podcasts. Big thanks to you guys for listening. I know things are crazy and scary right now, but uh, we love you, and... You know, this is, I hope we could provide you with a little bit of distraction while we try to figure out, while we try to make decisions that we're all very bad at making. Um, you can listen to this on multiple platforms if you feel like it. I know you got time, but I also know that you don't need more responsibility on your plate right now. So, you know, do whatever you feel like. I love you. Uh, or just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast. By the way, we read those and we love them. Like this one from K Dubskies that says, you should definitely listen to the podcast that ends with a question mark but begins with a question on multiple platforms because you love to laugh. Then go back and listen to them all starting from episode zero to get all the inside jokes and laugh about things that happened over two years ago. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, and lastly, don't forget that don't forget that you can always leave off a voicemail. Ashley, what are do you? Is your throat hurt? Why did you do that? I did it perfectly. Leave us a voicemail. Okay, the number is 860-506-5571. Leave us voicemails. Ask us anything you guys want to. We might, maybe, you know, maybe once the, if we're still in our houses in April, we we can't do brackets and there's no sports. So we'll have to do all voicemails. 
I don't know about that, Katie. <laughs> Let's just take what? it as it goes. I'm just you saying might- we could do we might we could do all voicemail podcasts. I don't know. Just leave us messages because we only got three this last week and we got a little sad. Yeah. Uh. All right. Say goodbye, Ashley. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Say goodbye, Austin. I'm crying. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.